Pop Talk and Aliens, the William Clear Podcast. Yes, welcome back, uh, lovely lady. I am William Clear. This is Pop Talk and Aliens. It is a podcast. It has been a while since we've done an episode. A lot going on over the summer, but summer's over. The fucking vacation is over, and Charlie Crabtree is here to ring in the autumn. You know, I would say it's good to be here, but even I'm annoyed that I'm here and this episode isn't you doing like a full breakdown of Skinwalker Ranch. The Skinwalker Ranch. I, I have a whole episode planned. I've already actually recorded some of it. Um, the Secret of Skinwalker. I, I'm going to tell you, Charlie, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this on the episode, but just, you know, if we could start with that a little bit. But let's save some. But like, the, like the, the you know, like the Bill Clear special where it's a real breakdown because I can watch the show, but I can't go down every rabbit hole when you do your research and stuff you know you 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 curate what is important to know and not know and i've tried to kind of look up a couple things and i just can't get to it i i love we need you to do this for us thank you yeah i I appreciate that that's what i consider to be my job on this show it's your gift that's why i don't do show like a lot of shows about like the navy uf like here's the latest congressional update like it's you could just read that there's nothing there's no additional context that you really need for Skinwalker, especially for me, because I've been doing this alien podcast for seven years and almost eight, I think now. I've never talked about the Skinwalker because I've always, everything I've ever heard about Skinwalker has always been about the Skinwalker, the the animal, the wolfman, whatever it and is. And ghosts. And ghosts. And I was like, I don't. That's and not, portals. That's not UFOs. I mean, I knew there was UFOs associated with it, but wasn't until this show came along. I, oh, and then I, I, I actually watched George Knapp's documentary about it, and I was like, this is boring. There's, nothing's happening. Nothing happens in that documentary. And then, for whatever reason, I was like, this show is on Netflix, and I was like, I'll give it a shot. One more, one more try at the Skinwalker, and fuck. I burned through the three seasons, had to buy the third season from Amazon. Three different streaming services to watch this thing. Now you're ass deep in season two. It, yeah, t- right towards the end of it, and I'm gonna have to buy it on Amazon, uh, which is fine. Like it, it sucks because there is so much shit out right now that is just aimed directly at me. All kinds of entertainment that is like my wish list of shows. Right, like Game of Thrones is out again, and it's good. Uh, the Lord of the Rings is out. It's new Star Wars show. The Cobra Kai. Right. It wasn't that long ago, I guess, that Stranger Things. It's been a while since we've talked. But yeah, yeah. there's all these great shows that are like my favorite things. And all I can think about is the goddamn Skinwalker Ranch. It is engrossing. And uh, if you do listen to the show uh, for the aliens and stuff, I would highly recommend watching Secret. Is it Secret or Secrets? Se- it's secret. There's, there's so many I mean, secrets, could, Bill. Because there's multiple secrets. How could you narrow it down to one secret? It's never ending. There's a guy in this show, ladies and gentlemen, whose head comes off. It doesn't really come off, but we'll get into it. But. <laughs> no, but, but but I think that was the thing before when you would hear about it. Because like you and I have heard about Skinwalker Ranch forever. Forever. And it's like, wait a second. There's ghosts. There's aliens. There's like Native American like monsters. going. Like it's, it's Bigfoot's there too, right? And the abominable snowman. It's like everything <laughs> it's is on this yeah. one, one little spot in Utah. Like this is the biggest bullshit ever. So like. It was one of the easiest ones to discredit. Like, I'm not even going to waste time with it. Abs- that's exactly what my attitude has been. Let me, let me, you know what? Just uh, I'm going to 
let's let's take a trip back in time real quick as to how this podcast even began. Was that you and I used to play MLB the Show, and we're going back over well over a decade and a half even. But for years we would play MLB the Show at night at your house, and we would have Coast to Coast on. Art Bell, George Norrie, George Knapp. God, those were the before and kids and responsibility. Before none of we didn't have kids. We didn't have any fucking. Just burn a thing. whole night listening to Coast to Coast and yeah. playing video game baseball. This is the ultimate in just luxury of time. But how mu- how many of those times of us sitting there commenting on what they were commenting on, making jokes about it, like kind of making not making light of it because we 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 enjoyed the stories and we believed in a lot of that stuff, but we would also it would be humorous and everything. And that was sort of like that kind of thing is part of like what this podcast is is doing that when it comes to aliens. Like there's always jokes you know, like, I mean, I just made the joke about the guy's head falling off in the show. The guy's head doesn't really fall off, but there is a guy in the show who, like, get, if you got to watch it, but he gets this weird head. <laughs> this weird shit happens to his head when the aliens show up at Skinwalker or when whatever does. And so, but that's kind of how we, this, that's kind of like where the idea came from was from us doing that. And, uh, like, you know, the Linda Moulton Howe episodes of uh, Coast to Coast. She shows up on the Skinwalker Ranch show. We we even went to like the one one of the meetups. Oh, yeah, we met George Norrie. Yeah, but like, see, back then it was kind of we, fun. We it, sat next to Sean David Morton, the psychic that used to be on that show all the time, the the fucking remote viewer. We sat next to him. He was just start, like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" You had, and a, like, you had a chat with him. Yeah, <laughs> but and then, and then and then he just came and sat with us. I think though the difference is like back then it was more all right, just just by math alone. And, and the size of the galaxy and, you know, star to planet ratio and distance. Like, sure, I, I can buy that aliens exist, right? I'm sure. The rest of the stories are kind of fun. You don't know what to believe. And that kind of sounds plausible, but not really. And it, it was just kind of more of a fun thing to believe in. And, and hey, maybe there's a little bit to it. But like what's been happening in the last few years and now this show, it's like th- there's real shit happening. So it's yeah. like finally we're getting to like, it's not just fun. It's like no, I think actually I, I buy into this now. There's it scares a lot. me to say that out loud, you know. Well, but- the show is, is is the first reality. I've watched a lot of reality UFO shows, like UFO hunters and stuff like that. And and this is the first one where I, I could honestly say like, there's legitimate stuff happening in this show. Like there's legitimate, like evidence of something that is happening in this goddamn secrets of skinwalker show the, the problem with it is it looks and feels like those ufo hunter shows that are uh, cheesy absolutely. you can totally tell that they're reshooting like a conversation they had previously again hey can we get a better reaction shot we missed that actually can you show more like you can tell they're being directed because like there's times when they're just talking and it's like two people having a conversation and there's other times you're like this is bad acting. Right. So uh, it, it kind of discredits it. And if just like surface level watching it, you're like, yeah, this is bullshit. But like the credentials of the guy, Travis, and like when you actually kind of get some of the backstory, it becomes way more believable. And then what you actually see happening on the show, um, knowing that they're not doing any post-production special effects and stuff, just it makes it real, which is why an episode of you actually doing some research and like 
you know, they, they kind of throw a couple things off the cuff or they'll reference other things that most people don't know what they're referencing yes. or getting deeper into their backgrounds and who's connected to it and how serious those people are and how credentialed they are. I think it would be an enhancement to the show for people that are like, all right, maybe I'm going to watch this, but giving them a little bit of like more background or being able to chase down a couple of those side mentions that they do uh, would make it even better. That is my hope to provide a worthy companion to the show. Uh, and for those of, you know, if someone wants to listen to the show, the, the upcoming episode of, of the show that talks about it, that hasn't watched the show, they can learn about the Skinwalker Ranch and, and the things that are happening there. But if you've watched the show or are watching the show, it will provide you with answers to questions that I had when I was watching it, where, there, you know, there's a lot of things where, they'll, like you just said, like they'll throw something out there and they'll be like, oh, back, back in the day, this happened. I'll be like, wait, wait, wait what happened? Or, you know, Robert Bigelow this, Robert Bigelow that. Well, what the fuck with Robert Bigelow? You know, I need to know a little bit more about that. So that's those are the kind of things I will I will be talking about in addition to my opinions. I can't opinions. wait. So there, there have been a lot, like you said, of a lot of shows uh, aimed at us. I think the last time we talked was right before the final episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. That was really? The, that was the last episode of... But it that actually wasn't really that long ago. It was just over the summer. It was like July. So it's only been like a couple of months. Really. Oh, wow. But it seems like it's been a really long time. Yeah. With, yeah. With the amount of shows that have come out in summer and getting into fall. It, gosh, that feels like a lifetime ago. I also uh, just real quickly, because I'm going to throw this into the Skinwalker show is a, a, a little mini review of the movie. Nope. Because it also takes place yet. on a I ranch. And I, I wondered... I saw that movie, and then I started started watching the Skinwalker show, and I wonder if Jordan Peele was taking Skinwalker Ranch as sort of like a a cue for a setting, because it's like all of the action in that movie takes place on a ranch, a mysterious ranch with a mysterious UFO doing weird things, you know. And then, well, I'll get into it, it, in, that, it in that episode. Is it a recommend or not recommend? I think if you like alien movies, I would recommend it. Well, then, yeah, of course. Obviously. Uh, I think as... I know that Jordan Peele likes to throw on a lot of like extra stuff, like commentary or whatever in his movies. Uh, I'm not real smart about that kind of stuff. Like you, I'm like one or two layers deep, and that's it. Like if you're, you know, if you got like all kinds of weird commentary below that, I'm. It's probably lost on me. But I. It seems to me. I, I've read him say. You know, yes, there are themes in it, but I also want people to be able to just eat popcorn and watch a fucking movie about a UFO. I, I like his movies. So. It's I, I think it's I think it's very good, and I I'll say this one thing, and then I'll, I'll just talk about it more in the other episode. But there, there's a lot of commentary in it about how important, like, with social media and stuff, it is to get pictures of things. And there's a point. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen it, there's a point at that movie near the climax where you as the, as the audience are like equally concerned with whether or not these people get a picture of the UFO as with your concern is equal to whether they live or not. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's like, cause, cause there's a situation where they could leave, but if they leave, they're not going to get the picture, but if they don't leave, they could die. Well, like we've talked about this before, like if we confirm aliens, it's like the most significant thing 
in human history. Well, and that's the thing. They're trying. It's not to just so to it, get the it, picture. It's to get the perfect picture. Like that's their aim is to get. They've got like this dude's got like a an I'm. <laughs> they get this filmmaker. He's like this famous cinematographer, and he's out there with a homemade, cranked IMAX camera because the the, the UFO makes all the electricity go out. Wow! Like, like just Skinwalker. Like, just yeah. So he builds a fucking IMAX, hand cranked. That's camera awesome. to get an IMAX fucking picture of this UFO. That's really cool. I, I gotta see it. Yeah, yeah. I would How many times have we it. talked about that? Like, I just want to know in my lifetime. Like, God, can they get through like the how much can the, you know, the the population take of learning a secret like this? And let's slowly yeah. just give out a little bit of information, but yeah. then but then retract it a little bit and give a little bit more out, and then you know retract it again. Just fucking rip the bandaid off and let can can, you know, I, I I need to see this and know about this before I die. And it, when you're saying that in your twenties, you know, that's an infinite amount of time. Yeah. And then you're getting into your late forties, and you're like, you guys better speed it up. I I I I think about that a lot. I think about just the time that I have been doing this show. Like you know, we did our first episode. We were like. It was 2016. It's 20. It's 2022. It's late 2022, and at that time, UFOs were not really a thing. And all the stuff that's happened since then, I can only hope that if it seems to speed up too, my my hope is that like within the next six years, God willing, if I'm still alive, uh, you know, I always think I'm gonna die on hypochondria, uh, that we will find that we will have enough enough information in addition to what we have now to like to where a judgment can be made a call can be made on this well the, the fact like in this show that the government hired like the main investigator on the skinwalker show. on the skinwalker show for for a while to like head up their task force for a little bit yeah from a fucking reality show but I see, mean, like, you was, don't know that when you watch the first episode and that happens a little bit later so like if you're just watching it the first time and you don't have that context, you're like, this looks like another one of those cheesy ass shows. Yeah. So like knowing events that happen later, I, God, I wish they would like go back and put like a little bit of a forward in just to kind of tell you like some of the things that have happened or have been a result of what you're about to see. Right. And that's exactly what I'm going to try and do with my episode yeah. for you and beloved audience, all of you listening. Thank you so much. Uh, but speaking of, like, how do you just, go from talking about real spaceships and stuff to fake ones? This is going to be a hard transition for me to do, Bill. Um, <laughs> I, we could we we could start with the. Well, let me ask you this. For, let's just touch on it real quick since we didn't talk about. It. What, what did you think of the final episode of Obi Wan? And just wrapping up that series, did you did you like it? What happened on the final episode? Uh, they <laughs> they had a lightsaber fight. Uh, Obi Wan cracked the helmet. <laughs> I. I, I love that last scene. That was awesome. You see how Darth Vader gets the scar. Um, God, I that whole last fight between the two of them is so awesome. That show I, really did pay off. Like I get there were some middle sections. We had problems with a bunch of stuff, but like, and we talked about this on the on the last podcast. Like, I think we did. The fact that they don't all come out at once so you can kind of get through it, like like in a movie, when you're in the middle of the movie and it's like the middle section, 
like, all right, is there going to be a point to this? Like, right. Like if a whole episode was like the middle act of a play or a movie, you'd be like, dude, this is boring. What the fuck? Yeah. And then you got to wait a week. You're like, all right, well, nothing happened. They kind of moved the plot forward a little bit, but like you, you have to do that to care about what happens at the end. Right. It's but the when you setup. do it, it's in supposed to be the setup. Like every episode can't be start to finish grand finale. But when you do, but when you have like 28 minute episodes, like it, it does. And then you have to wait a week for another 28 minutes. And like this one only moved the plot forward this much. And then, you know, episode five and six, like, you know, they all kinds of shit happens. I think they would be wise to do like what they've done with Andor. Andor is 12 episodes. Th- they released the first three, which yeah. is an entire arc. Mm-hmm. If you ima- like, if you watched the first lesson, episode of, of Andor and it ended with that, like thirty minutes, you'd be like, "What?" Right. So one thing happened, but then if you watch all three of them, it's like the the, the ramifications of that one thing, and then the, and then they add a layer, and then they add a character, and then they add this, and they add that, and then they wrap up sort of that the first part of the story. Spoiler alerts that he has now joined with the rebel guy that uh, you know. The, the the security force that's sort of fronting for the empire on this corporate planet has fucking completely fucked up a bunch of them have gotten killed so like the empire is going to come in and take over that planet a bunch of things have happened and we've had all the flashbacks of when he was a kid finding the separatist ship um all of that wraps up and it's like 90 minutes or it's like you know it's like 80 minutes or something like that so it's like you're getting it's three episodes technically but it's really just like the one big act one of the show which gives everyone more to talk about more to wonder about and people have responded overwhelmingly positive to andor and this is a fucking star wars show uh, well i see that or boring it's one or the other the bo- like i don't hate it or whatever but it's just boring but even that is like, I don't hate it. But right. There's the, Correct. It's like it, people have, like, even the people who don't like it, it's like the really the one thing that they go to is the, it's boring. Or it doesn't quite feel like Star Wars. They don't mention the Force. That that one is, that that complaint to me is off the board. Like, I just, you, I can't, I can't abide that as a complaint, that they don't mention the Force. Right. Well, Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. It, even it's, Han Solo, like the fact that they even brought up the force, like what the, what are you talking about? Yeah. And, and like we, we were talking about this before we even started the show, like when in an episode four, a new hope, when Darth Vader is standing at, you know, around the table of all these Imperial guys, there's a guy talking shit about the force to Darth Vader's face. Like that's how seriously yeah, he takes mis- that mystic arts. It'd be Your like fucking sorcerer's ways. We were trying to figure out how to pull something off right now. And I'm like, well, what we should really be focusing on right now is astrology. Like, <laughs> exactly. what, what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. Why are we talking about astrology? Or just mentioning it. Like, uh, like, like, Oh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Charlie uh, being a Scorpio <laughs> because there is astrology in the universe. But yeah, it exists. It's not, it, it's not important to our day-to-day lives, and these people in Andor, who are living in fucking squalor uh, of the Empire, we don't even know how far the extent of knowledge of the Force really goes in Star Wars. It's never that's never ever really been like quantified, and it, it, how many of the people even fucking believe it? It could be looked upon like astrology by a lot of people in that universe. 
at, especially at that time. Yeah. A lot of people, pro- like the guy, sorcerers, well, well, crazy all, old wizard. Well, like, also, you know? the Empire is definitely looking to erase any um, yes, knowledge that. of yep. the past, right? Like, you know, burn the old history to, you know, create the new reality, and they're oppressing people. The last thing they want is for people to know that there's this mystic art that could overthrow them, that there were once brave Jedi who had these powers, and one day could rise up and rescue them or something, like, People believing in the Force would kind of be akin to them having some level of hope. Yes. So, like, yeah. of course they're going to squash that. You know, uh, and we're, you know, yeah, I don't know. If you made a if you made a movie about Luke's, if you made a TV show about Luke Skywalker's first all of his entire lifetime of his first nineteen years, uh, he would never hear the Force. No. Because when Ben Kenobi says the Force, he says the Force. Right. 19 years, Charlie. This kid. By the way, that goes back to another complaint about Obi-Wan is that the people, the, the people, the detractors would say. And look, I, there's plenty about Obi-Wan that I have issues with. Like the sets sometimes, like the camera work. The, the, there's a couple of plot things that, believe me, I'm not, I, don't, it's, I don't think it's perfect. But one of the things that I, I think is ridiculous is people saying, like, Obi-Wan would have known about Darth Vader. He would have heard about it. No, he, he was living on fucking Tatooine. Luke Skywalker never heard of the Force for 19 years. There's not cameras following him around, and he's one person in a in a freaking galaxy. He lives in a cave. Well, well, right. <laughs> but you know, they're side missions, but like they're not publicized. Oh, oh, you're talking about Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Darth yeah, yeah. Vader, right, yeah. right, right, right. Well, I think I think in some. I think it depends also, like, if you read old EU, I think sometimes he's, like, well-known around the galaxy. Sometimes in other books he isn't. It's like, but nevertheless, I mean, I, I don't think, a lot of people say, like, everyone would know because he was second in command. And I think I said this probably on our last show, but he's, he, he was not second in command. No. Tarkin was, uh, Vader was the, the fist. He was the muscle, you know. He was the hitman. I mean, again, you got Imperial... High-ranking imperial officers are talking shit to his face no, you, you in, a want, me, in a board meeting. He's the boogeyman. Yes. You, you want him to be in, like, you know, secret whispers. Don't yeah. fuck around or Darth Vader will show up. Who's Darth Vader? I, you know? You don't want to know. It's a it's a mystery. If There's you find out who Darth Vader is, you're probably going to be dead. Yeah. So, right. yeah, it's not like he's walking around to, like, show up at just, like, at fucking, the, like, the opening ceremony of the new, <laughs> he's not, new he's Star Destroyer. <laughs> To, With his to open up, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now the new fleet <laughs> of the Corellia system. We bring you Darth Vader. Are he uses his lightsaber to cut the ribbon. <laughs> I declare this Star Destroyer operational. <laughs> I'm Darth Vader, second in command, and I approve this yeah. message. <laughs> And then Obi-Wan's fucking cutting up a goddamn uh, sand snake on Tatooine. Hey, do you, do you see the ribbon cutting last night? That fucking Darth Vader showed up. Cut the fuck out of that ribbon with a laser. <laughs> with a laser sword. You ever seen one of those things? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, so. Oh, and that's another thing is people complained about Obi-Wan. They said, I, uh, I, was, ex- I was expecting a character study. And, and here you get one with Andor, and they're like, I, 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 I like my Star Wars with lightsabers and... <laughs> You can't please some of them. But I, most of them are pleased with Andor. It's unbelievable. This is clearly going to be more of a drama. 
than you know it's very serious in tone super sci-fi uh fighting all the time you know space battles clearly there's going to be no jedi in the entire series i would guess but um gosh man i i really liked that it was willing to be patient uh the look and feel of the show is the best of any of the star wars shows if not like a lot of the movies just it's really gritty Mm -hmm. Uh, it feels real the the costume design is good you can see like how eventually this era is going to transition into star wars and maybe that's part of it too so in the high time of the republic you know things are fancy people are wearing nice clothes people are affluent um you know it's reflected in the architecture around them and uh kind of how you know people are living because it's like a high time in the empire yeah and then you know after a couple decades of of oppression yeah like it's downtrodden people are beaten down it's dirty it's grimy uh people don't have money to buy you know like the fancy the the fancy clothes and outfits and stuff so it kind of makes sense it it looks like they kind of went backwards in time a little bit it 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 totally does and it also i mean this is 50 it's 15 years since uh revenge of the sith because it it shows first time that i've that i've ever seen this in star wars tv any sort of uh visual medium is it actually says in the beginning five bby which means battle uh uh before battle of yavin it's like the before christ of star wars right so battle of yavin obviously being the death star being blown up and for nerds of star wars we've always known what that is because it's used in books and encyclopedias and stuff like that this is the first time that's ever been shown on a screen so this is there's 15 years of empire oppression that have happened like yeah. at the point of the show right. so it's good you're yeah you're going to see this fucking dirty lived in universe the kind of thing that george lucas always talked about is that like you know the way that, the way that you fantasy up the sci-fi element and sci-fi like kind of curb the sci-fi is by having everything look the way it does like the millennium falcon what a piece of junk and then like it, the x-wing fighters like repurposed fucking ships and stuff like that and then the even the empire stuff is very just like utilitarian tie fighters they just like they're black and white everything's black and white everything's just like functional that's it it's not it's not flashy right and but like you said like in the in the clone wars like the republic sh- ships of fucking like red got a fucking nice blue stripe across the uh the silver the, the ships. battleship yeah the, oh the fucking naboo ships the, i mean no, those are uh, fucking yeah. a beautiful silver. and those got money for that kind of stuff yeah like it, it's it's full government oppression yeah that's not happening probably alderaan alderaan still has uh you know some affluence we can see that in obi-wan it still looks really nice that's, there which is why they blew him the fuck they up blew him the fuck up for that probably naboo's like that too but the, ah, man the the look of this show is just god if you, even if you don't like the show and it's boring you can just watch it on mute and just kind of look at it and read the <laughs> scenes and yeah. how they do it set design costumes it's so good the the acting the acting too the acting is phenomenal that it's great the scene with uh in the first episode when i think the guy's name is Cyr- cyril is like the uh the the good bad guy like i'm going to fucking you know, he goes to his boss, 
of the corporation and says, you know, two people were murdered and we're gonna, you know, we have to do something about it. And the, and the, the jaded old guy, I don't know, this guy came straight out of the fucking London Academy of Shakespeare or something. He's so yeah, good. Yeah. And everything he says, like the dialogue is so well written. And where he's just telling this guy, like, listen, dude, like, we report to the Empire. Like, right now, the way this planet is, we get to be in charge of it. We get to maintain the security of it. If I go to the fucking Empire, my report on our crime rate is, like, he's like, the importance of it is brevity. Like, <laughs> he wants to go there and say, we're fine, we're good, we got it under control, nobody's been murdered, see, we'll see you in six months. And Death this, by misadventure. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, but this guy's like, you know, no, 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 no. I'm a, you know, I'm a, I, it's justice for our, for our people and stuff, and which is just inviting the empire to come. You don't want empire scrutiny. No. And looking into your, yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, it makes no sense. I, I love that they, but I love that they're exploring that. Like that is making the universe bigger. It's like, here's a planet that the, is under empire control. It's not like Tatooine or something that's so far in the outer rim that they don't care. It's under empire control, but by proxy, like these off-brand fucking blue uniform wearing guys. Space that, like, Pinkertons, dude. What is it again? The Say Pinkertons, the like Pinkert in, in the West. The, that's the best. In the Westerns, they'd send the yes. Pinkertons out because like the government can't be everywhere. Like this is in bumfuck, you know, Western territory where it's not even civilized. Right. They send the Pinkertons. I love that comparison. I love that comparison. <laughs> yes. And you don't mess with them because they fuck shit up. But, yeah. But they also, like, yeah, the, the guy says we're the first line of defense before the Empire. So it's like, if you, you know, raise a stink about this, which he ultimately does, you, you know, I mean, you know we're going to see stormtroopers on that, all over that planet. Yeah, there's the goddamn garrison. Look what you did. And, you had it so good here. And when a garrison comes to your planet of stormtroopers, they, they don't leave. No. No, you're, you're done at that point. And if they do leave, it's because they're boarding a Star Destroyer because the Death Star is about to blow up your planet. <laughs> Yeah, That's right. the only reason right. they leave. The, uh, the other thing is uh, I did hear from someone who had seen like a, a press screening of episode four that it takes place on Coruscant. Really? Yeah, and that Coruscant is now very like mute. Like what you were just talking about, muted. the height of the Republic now, it's kind of like muted. It's more just the gray buildings. It's not. There's not a bunch of like, you know, colorful lights and cool neon shit going on all over the place. It's just like business it's a business planet this is where the fucking empire works like wow you know functional like the star destroyers and stuff it's i, I mean if you beautiful. you equate this to like a a world war ii spy movie right that is not a spy movie that is not james bond right like a non-cartoon version of it like a spy they're slow burns man yes kind of have to understand why the resistance is fighting you know the personal aspects of what tied them into the fight uh, right now, there isn't really even like a full-fledged rebellion, so it's like the initial sparks of it, and he's got to find other people that are willing to kind of rise up and why they're going to rise up. So there's still going to be a lot more of that arc before you can just have people blowing fucking... Like, you just don't wake up one day, and it's like, well, it's kind of shitty here, and the government is oppressive, and they kind of suck, but actually the government isn't even right here. It's some fucking proxy you know blue shirts that you know <laughs> right they're they're not great but they're you know not horrible to go from that to like blowing up government buildings <laughs> yes, and exactly. like trying to find a way to like find plan like he's just a guy 
Yes. Does not have superpowers. So it's got to be very personable for him to die for it. Which you, he you will. don't just do we that in, in two episodes. Yes. To where he's just like, fuck this. And he's throwing Molotov cocktails at, you know, <laughs> at, right. at stormtroopers. Right. Like, there has to be a lot of arc to show how bad it is, uh, his personal tie to that, to have something you're willing to die for. I love seeing how bad it is, too. And I also... We haven't even seen the start of it, though. No, We've I know. Barely but I mean, just even to, seen it. Just to see another... Just to see a planet... You know, we, we, we saw a, a, a like a review video of it where a guy was making a point of, like, you know, we've always been told the Empire is evil. And in Rebels and stuff, you get a little of that. Like, in the if you read books and stuff, you get more of that. Like, this is the first time, like, in, like, live action that we're seeing, like, a bigger view of, like, the the shittiness of how what the whole galaxy is 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 dealing with as a result of the empire that's true because the only bad things you see the empire do are to rebels exactly so it's oh, like yeah. one military versus the other or to uh, alderaan but, that's like the well, big yes thing. well that's but the then one that's big thing finally then but you don't see that it's it's all done you know it's there's a big blue planet here's the nice explosion assume the worst but you don't see like people a, are poor jobs are hard they're being oppressed you don't get to see it at like the uh individual person's level right this is the show so far it has been about people and the characters have been great i love the fact that there's like all kinds of crazy british accents and irish accents and like it's it is to me uh diversity done right if you will like like it's 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 diverse in the sense of all these different people from planets and backgrounds and aliens and you know uh, it, it's not like um, like box checking or anything like that. It's just all organic and natural. And like one of the guys says shit. By the way, did you did you catch that? I don't. The know word if I shit did. has now been introduced. No, I don't yeah. think I caught that. The the big fat guy, the blue shirt guy, the uh, I forget what their what their actual name is. The uh, the security force. He actually says shit. Like no, it's the, a good catch. I, it just flew right by. I me. couldn't believe it. I actually re rewound it and put the subtitles on to see if he really said really? shit. And he actually says the word shit. And at first, my first reaction was, "Oh my god, you can't do that in Star Wars. Like you can't, you can't do that in Star Wars." And then I thought about it, and I thought, you know, it's actually. And this wasn't me rationalizing to myself. I just this just occurred to me. I thought, <clears throat> the galaxy is gigantic on there may be a certain place. I mean, of all the words that they use, 95% D of different them are slang. words that we use. Han Solo says, I'll see you in hell. Right. Oh, yeah. So why not shits on some planet? That planet, that that's like a, a word they use. That's one of their swear words. They don't all have to be... Poodoo. Uh, poodoo and, you know, nerf herder and, you know, but hell, we'll throw in hell. Right. <laughs> but but right. the rest is going to be poodoo and stuff. Why not? Why not? Is it the first actual swear word in a Star Wars something? Yeah. The only other one that I could think of was Lando in Solo almost says shit. He's, he goes like, oh, sh and then they cut away to like an explosion. All right. Well, then they hinted it. And now they, they just delivered it. Yeah. So it, he, here's the other thing. Like people have been begging for Star Wars to be like more grown up feeling. Well, here you go. 
Uh, and now you have a show where they're trying to do that. I mean, the show starts off at a whorehouse, and then the lead character, spoiler, spoiler alert, pause, pause. You can pause now. Uh, like, murder somebody. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't even self-defense. Yeah, they were going to mess with him, probably not even kill him. Uh, but, you know, once the other guy accidentally dies, he's like, sorry. Yeah. If, if I leave you alive, I'm going to get caught, so forget it. Point blank in the face. Yeah. Shoots him. Yeah. From like an inch away. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, and I guess they swore. So it, it is definitely not a Star Wars show aimed at oh, kids. Oh, and you, you even see like an after sex morning. Yes. When when the girlfriend, yeah. like his his sort of love interest, but she's with the other guy who betrays him. You know, she's like, you see her putting her pants on and stuff. That's funny because I, I was laughing to myself thinking like, oh, they're about to have space sex. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. It's like that's as far as you've seen that taken in a Star Wars movie. Absolutely. So it, it's clearly like not aimed at kids. No. No. It, it, I mean, but then when you do it and that's what everyone's been asking for, it, now it's boring. To some people, though, I have there hasn't been a lot of that boring, and and a lot of that, the people who have said that it is boring are generally people who are looking for what they can attack. Like they can't say, like you know, with Obi Wan, automatically Reva, uh, it's woke, uh, it's it's this, it's that, automatically, right before the fucking first minute of the show even shows up, it's this or it's that. Um, there there isn't anything like there is no like thing in Andor that you can grab onto and say it's not Star Wars because it's this. It's not something George Lucas would do because it's this or that. So it is, therefore, what do you have left? Well, it's 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 a slow burn. It's boring. Okay, so it's boring. It's boring. It's boring. I want, you know, like you said, I mean, unless the show started with him killing those two guys because he was already the fucking agent of the Rebellion... We've already seen that, though. Like, we saw that in Rogue One. So the point of it is to... Oh, the other thing they, that they say, the, those people who, who are just going to hate on the show no matter what, is, you know, I thought Cassian was the worst character in Rogue One to begin with. Why? Really? really? The, n- none of them are providing fucking evidence of this. If I were to say that, Charlie... Isn't if that I were the to most say universally you, and agreed upon, like, other than the uh, Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, isn't, like, the highest rated one... Of, one? of non-George Lucas Star Wars, that is by far the most liked. And, mo- and more liked than some of George Lucas Star Wars for many people. Absolutely. It's, it's up there. You yeah, know, the prequels? I think it beats the prequels it, like in, in fan rating. It, it comes ahead for me of the prequels. And I love the fucking prequels, as you know. As I've said many, many, many times. D- I, dude, I, the, Rogue One was playing at IMAX in Sacramento for one night. And I saw it. Oh, nice! I was gonna call you. You were. It was when you were out of town that oh, weekend. Yeah, it was right. like. Tell me the date. I'll I'll look it up, and I bet you're lying. Uh, no, Thanks it's a lot. Not bro. true. Also, I I also went on like ten minutes notice. <laughs> I know it's fine. No, but it's it, totally it, fine. for real, I saw that it was playing on like this website. That's awesome. And then I looked on Fandango, and it said it's not playing anywhere near you. How did it look? So I looked up, and then I thought, well, wait a second, maybe it's not a Fandango like. Like you know, partnered mm-hmm. theater, right? So I was just looked up like Rogue One Sacramento, and it was like seven ten, and it was literally like fucking six thirty. Nice. So I was like, Ryan, Rogue One, IMAX, go. <laughs> go. And you were out of town. Otherwise, I swear to God, I would have absolutely would have fucking called with you. you. It looked fantastic. Oh my god, it was the perfect screen size of IMAX, where it was like 
sometimes I've seen IMAX movies that give me like vertigo. This one was perfect because it was like everything in my line of sight was the movie, but it never stretched out of my line of sight, if that makes sense. That's great. So it was just perfectly like all movie that I could see. Your eyes aren't having to scan around. But I wasn't having to scan around, look up. Like sometimes they have those domed IMAXs. Like I saw Attack of the Clones at one of those. I had to leave. Yeah. Because it was just like making me sick. I, I think I've seen one or two movies IMAX and I, I purposely don't go to them. I mean, much. I just wanted to see, Ro- if they were like Rogue One playing on a fucking TV. <laughs> not even as big as the TV you have at home, but it was like an audience. <laughs> but uh, no, I, buddy, I would, you, you know that you, and, would, you know listen, that you're fr- just, I, you, uh, you understand you're first on the list for that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm messing with Those you. are emergencies like that. You know, you don't even get a text. It's a phone call. But uh, no, I know, dude. I know for sure. Like dude, um, Sacramento, 40 minutes, move, grab Chuck. Let's go. And you are still one of the last people that actually will still call as opposed to text for something like that. Yes. Like, what is fucking wrong with this kid? Someone better be dead, Bill. What's going Why are you dialing? I, text I, me. I, I, I don't. I do. I usually will 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 text like the the the, uh, the intro to we should call <laughs> right, over this. Right, right. Here's why you should answer the phone. Because I do know that like an there's you know there's like a, yeah if you see just the phone ringing from someone that you're usually texting it's like oh jesus what happened but you know in the case of a rogue one <laughs> that's a on fair IMAX, that's a fair like, and appreciated phone especially call. when it's like it was it was literally like playing one night like two showings in a random ass theater in downtown sacramento not even on fandango just it was just one of those like everything aligned here, here's a question. How do you watch just three of these and be like, I'm I'm done with Star Wars. I'm not going to watch this or this is boring. Like, you know, some of the characters that are coming. No one like, is. Like, is going to come. Like, that guy is like, he's always operating at an 11. <laughs> yes. That guy yes. is going to be a menace to the people on his side, the people on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy is just like a walking wrecking ball. Yeah. Just, just uh, like a whirlwind of a character. So, you know things are going to get amped and that this is the buildup to that. But Hey, look, you got to buy into these characters and you have to understand why the rebellion happened in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, there, one of the things that Disney did with the promotion for this show is like the trailers that they've done in the past for like book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, they only show you and they tell you, we're only showing you uh, things from the first couple episodes. And it's like, I think they do themselves a disservice when they do that because it's like, well, okay, well, so, all right. Then you've seen that in the first two episodes and you don't know what else. With this show, the trailers show fucking TIE Fighters and Saw Gerrera and Coruscant and all this, and the Senate and all this crazy. So you know all this crazy shit, shit's coming. So I don't, if they had only shown a trailer that just showed like Andor walking around and you know a little bit of the the fight with the blue shirts and stuff you might be like i can understand maybe someone watches the first three episodes and they're like eh it didn't grab me and i i don't know what else is coming other than this so i'm just gonna check out maybe i'll come back later if people say it's good but we know and you do those people that say i didn't like it i'm I'm not watching anymore they're fucking lying also we know that yeah they'll be there at midnight on tuesday watching episode four of course mon mothma will roll up in her fucking ship on coruscant and they'll be happy I wonder how much she's going to be in it. Cameo. Uh, I, I, judging from the trailers, I think a lot. 
Or, you know, tr- yeah, but trailers, like, they have a way of making it seem like that. But, but even like, on the poster, she's very prominent. I think her and the guy who, uh, the, the, the gray-haired guy, I, I forget the actor's name. He's, that guy's been in a ton of shit. You know what his name is? Which one? The guy who's going to buy, the guy who takes Cassian away. He's going to buy his fucking little starling. Scar- uh, Skarsgård? Skarsgård, yeah. yeah. That dude. Father Skarsgård. He's got the one son that plays uh, Pennywise. And then the other one that was from True Blood. Wow. That's yeah. like an acting family. I Remember? think there's even a, a couple other Scars cards floating around out there. Well, he, I mean, he's always fantastic. He's fantastic in this. Is he as Alexander usual. Skarsgård? What's his first name? I, it's I it's an like, S. Not, it starts with an S, I think. I can't Steven, think of it. Right I don't now. know. I think it's weirder than Steven, but I think he's pretty prominent. Mon Mothma. I think Sagarar is probably just like a cameo. Um, I don't think he's I want to know more I, I'm glad that we get to see more Mon Mothma like from the original Star Wars like you see all these characters but none of them are like the leader for something like how is she the leader like right. how did, like, why is she in that position you've got a guy with you know all these great people and you've got a guy with the force and like he, he's like barely even in he can just fly a ship so like alright you can join but like <laughs> yeah. he's so far removed from like you know leadership how is it her Mon Mothma, and the name is just like an awesome name. So like, yes, I've spent a lot of time wondering who the hell. We well, do get is. a little of her in Rogue One, yeah. and, and in Rebels, but again, yeah, we don't see her ascent through. She's also right. in a lot of the deleted scenes of Revenge of the Sith. It's it's funny because that, oh, that's right, I remember. That, yeah. Um, what what is her name? Um, oh. all the stuff talking about the rebellion back then, right? Yeah, she she was in. I, I can't remember her name. I keep thinking, I, I keep wanting to say Gwendolyn Christie, but that's not her. That's Phasma and uh, Game of Thrones. Um, Genevieve O'Reilly is the, is, she was in, so she played Mon Mothma in Revenge of the Sith, but all her fucking scenes are cut. They're cut, yeah. You've seen those. In, yeah, they're, anything they're, where they're talking about the separatists. Yeah, um, they, they have all those secret meetings with Jimmy Smith. I wonder if he'll show up. Oh, yeah. He's a big player in all this. I hope so. I can imagine like that's because, you know, there's like the cameos yeah, the, that he, everyone they loves has to because like they they blow up Alderaan for a reason. Like a lot of the rebellion is running through there. Yeah. Yeah. Whether they're stationed there or not. But like. Plus, they know he has a connection. Now, now there are at least certain people in the Empire that know that he has a connection to Obi-Wan. From that show. Right. Right. So it de- definitely, you know, the that's people complain about that and i think like that only enriches the fact that they would blow up his fucking planet you know the the fact that they know he has some connection and and if if he does anything in this show we know that like obviously he's a massive player in the rebellion so he would be the target but he would be a justified cameo like like saw guerrera is a justified cameo he would be a justified cameo instead of just like you know, uh, you know, Charlie. If I don't see Cad Bane hunting Cassian Andor, then that's a missed opportunity, and Disney is fucked up once again. Yeah, Alderon and Jimmy Smith's and like their political, like it survives all the way until Star Wars. Yeah, um, they're like the Sinn Fein of like you know, <laughs> nice. of, of for the IRA, right? Like they're the legitimized version. Yeah, that like actually has people that are still in uh, somewhat close to the politics, even though I guess the senate's over but they are still allowed well, the to... senate is not over until episode four. Oh, that's right it's just compromise that's right that's it's right. still like that's right that is why people some people's complain by the way dude with the historical comparisons you are on fire sin fein p- 
Pinkertons. Oh, right. I'm loving it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, but they almost let him exist because, like, see, there is still democracy. Like, there's still democracy because yeah. there's an opposing side. Mm-hmm. But like, you get the sense that by the time you're at Star Wars, like, it's basically just the last thing is Alderaan. But the right, but they, but it still is of a the threat. old Republic and the yeah, yeah, that's like the last symbol of it. Well, in in Episode Four, A New Hope, when and this was something that people complained about in Obi Wan, they said like, oh, uh, the Emperor would just go like send everyone out against Bill Organa to find Obi Wan. I'm like, no, he wouldn't because he had to maintain the Senate thing, because even in Episode Four, like. As, as soon as Darth Vader goes on that ship to to, to, to choke the dude and to, to yell at Princess Leia and everything yell to, find the, to find the plans the, the guy's like uh, she says yeah, the, the Senate won't sit still for this and then the other guy says like something about her gaining sympathy in the, in the Senate and then at that board meeting once again we, you know where the guy's talking shit about the force he's like the rebellion will continue to gain support in the Imperial Senate and then finally Tarkin's like the Imperial Senate will no longer be of concern to us that is finally the moment where it's like now it's op- the planet. We have the planet killer. We have the regional governors. We don't need the Senate anymore. It's finally been vanquished. But uh, at this point, it's still we see in the trailer that she's in the fucking Senate. Like she's in the chambers. That thing still exists. That room, that big ass fucking pipe. Yeah. Of Senate pods. Yeah. It's still yep, there. Yep. Still there symbolically. Sim- yeah, nothing else but it's still there to tell people like no you, we're a democracy yeah you just keep saying that yeah I don't know people are voting on stuff right totally but they still have some amount of power that like at least makes imperial guys nervous like there's still some well yeah because then if you just there. wipe out the senate immediately then that much sooner that people will rebel right because then then you can't say it's still a democracy while you're shadow government is you know taking control of everything at that point then you just know yeah yeah and then you convince enough people like that guy in the obi-wan series freck that driver nothing wrong with a little order right <laughs> convince another <laughs> enough people like him that that you know it's actually a good thing <laughs> that there's stormtroopers everywhere. Of, of, yeah right right it's good it's a little order what the fuck is the problem keep your nose clean what do you got to worry about all right, so we're both excited for the rest of it, I think. Very. Th- this is the first time I've been on the podcast where I've only watched it once. So it was when it came out, 1201 and on. Yeah. I definitely need to watch it again. I was just tired and I needed to see it, though. Like, Right, right. You can't risk waking up the next day and then, you know, accidentally log into something yes. and you see all kinds of crap about it. So I always have to watch them that first time. Same. But then I just have not watched it the second time. It, 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 it's it's worth watching again. The, the second time I watched it, uh, you know, my, my son didn't want it because of the fact that there were three episodes. He was like, I don't want to stay up this late. He had to go to school. But I watched them and then watched them the next day with him. And watching it the second time, you know, now that I knew, like, the story. We pick up some nuance pick up a stuff. Lot, pick yeah. up a lot more nuance. And, and then there's just a lot, like I was saying, there's a lot of different accents on that show that some of the some of the things, like I didn't catch the shit the first time. It was the yeah, I didn't time. catch it at all. That, you know, because it, well, the guy's got this big fucking brogue accent. Like it's, you know, sometimes he's, he's kind of hard to understand. So <laughs> yeah. if he says yeah. shit, it's like yeah. I'm not expecting that word. So it kind of flies by. 
you know. So, uh, moving on, Charlie, uh, Cobra Kai, season five. Oh, wow. Uh, that just uh, still in the still in the top ten, top top five of Netflix. People loving it. Yeah, and oh man, I- everything that I thought was going to be horrible about the show, and everything I've complained uh-huh. about in previous episodes, were in full effect in this season. And somehow, like I loved it the whole time. I mean, they just stopped like home invasion. Yes, check. Right, uh, Terry Silva just freaking swinging a cat just like he's all over the place he's one tone diabolical bad guy like doesn't even try to hide it anymore um no cops full no cops in anything i mean the, the, yeah, the amount of stuff that happens teen force teen battle force 5000 just karateing everywhere all the time <laughs> just all the shit where you're like this isn't even real anymore it's a cartoon that I got pissed about in previous seasons for some reason works this time. I I understand that. I I think, and I remember we you know we had a, an episode we had an episode about uh, season three which you did not like for the for those reasons. And you know I I bought into it, but I've also like I I don't know how they kind of I think the last season was more grounded, and I think in doing that they kind of enabled themselves to ramp up to what they did in this season i don't think so with, i think i think that you've just been slowly chipped away well that's a be, little bit that too because like if all right so I, go to the first two episodes of cobra kai and it is really just like character study of Johnny. yes that's yes. it it's this this guy who's you know greatest years are behind him uh he's a relic you know he's like oh, yeah. he doesn't get it anymore he's out of place in modern society his high times were when he was, you know, in, in high school. Uh-huh. Right? He's completely peaked past his prime, and now what? And it's the wreckage of his life and, like, how to kind of continue moving on in, in a world that you don't belong in. And that is what, like, grabs you in, where you're like, this is fucking cool. Like, this is a yes. neat way to approach it. But then slowly but surely, you know, the 80s cheese comes back more and more, and there's karate more and more, and then all the callbacks from every single person I, they probably were finding extras who have been in any karate kid <laughs> right, right. to be an extra right. in this and if you were a side character if you were a main character a good guy a bad guy you're going to show up at one point teenagers are going to karate everywhere the soul of the entire valley is at stake once again you know for a karate tournament and actually if it if they take the valley, they might take the world. So now the whole world right. is depending on, on you know, yeah, Daniel son to to beat the bad guy so that this chain of karate studios. <laughs> I mean, it slowly but surely they just kind of keep going into it, but somehow they just it makes it work, and then you kind of just appreciate that it's cheesy and. Yeah, there's an, there's so many other shows that can be serious and actual dramas and character studies. I just want to see a bunch of people kick each other in the face. I want to see a, a bad guy that I hate get beat. Yes, and find that by the way, the, I, this was the first time that Terry Silver really got any comeuppance, because in the Karate Kid three, Mike Barnes loses. Ter- Terry Silver like throws a towel and fucking leaves. Like that's it. Like that's uh, well, there, uh, your, Miyagi beats his ass. 
That is true. But yeah, but then he, but even after party time. Oh, Leave by the, the way, I got to tell you, I, w- I was telling you about this a little bit before we started, but I-, I watched this interview with Thomas Ian Griffith by the great Christian Harloff. And one thing he was saying um, was just about, it was exactly about what you were just saying. But before I get to that, the side note, he was talking about Karate Kid 3. And like he's a real martial artist, like yeah, he, he's a yeah, teacher he's, and stuff. Like, yeah. like he can really like he did a lot of his own stuff because he was actually better than some of the stand-ins that were like his size and looked his age and stuff. So he, but he was talking about when he did Karate Kid Three. It was his first movie, and like he was nervous about like the fighting with Pat Morita scene because like he's like I'm like a fucking six five martial artist. You're right. He's like this <laughs> little old man. Kick his head off. And so, but Pat Morita's like, no, just go for it. Like, be as offensive and fucking oh, really? evil as you as you want to be. So that whole thing that he does, a little yeah, he improvised that. And then when they did this take of Pat Morita with him with the paint all over him and Pat and he Morita does it back to him, he did he just improvised it back. That's to him. Ah, that's awesome. Isn't that great? That's awesome. That's such a that and but even he 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 said in the interview Thomas Ian Griffiths was like the movie is so so like you know he's like I I you know it it, it kind of comes off as over the top and he references the fact that he loved like when the writers were, came to him he they were like he, one of the things he was talking about is he was like it's so over the top how are you gonna do this and they were like they told him about the line that he says in season four where he's like, look, man, I was so fucked up on cocaine. <laughs> yeah. and she, they're like, you know, they were going right. to give like context to why he was that nuts. And then, but what he said about like what you were just saying about the soul of the Valley and all that, he was saying that it's sort of like, if you just buy into the premise that <laughs> the soul of, of the San Fernando Valley or whatever, <laughs> yeah. uh, depends on the outcomes of, teenage underage karate tournaments and fights in schools and stuff if you buy into that then the rest will take care of itself it's like it's just you you just sort of have to like take that as that's okay that works it worked a lot better in the 80s because karate was more of a thing right you know right like in in the 2000 you know 22 and stuff it's like Karate isn't really like the shit anymore, no. so it's not no, like it's all it's all like, UFC. Yeah, if it, and it, it, the fact that this can survive in where like there's no kid on earth that would be doing this, they'd be doing mixed martial arts, right? But they just that alone is a miracle that they can pull off, and then they actually do address UFC style fighting. Yeah, this they, season they have the uh, when they go to Mexico and he's fighting a, an MMA guy, and he's but look, there's a guy announcing it. In, in the club to get back to what i was saying like if, if you remember was it the first or second cobra kai podcast we did like i don't want to see terry silver come oh you did not want to see crease this is going to ruin it silver it's going to ruin it and then i texted you uh mvp of this season is chosen for sure chosen's fucking awesome he's so one. good and terry silver mm-hmm. like, there i said it well you were concerned even about crease Showing up. Yes. Because of the way that is the first like cartoonish element of Cobra Kai is the last episode of season one, right at the end, when he walks in almost the sound of spurs. 
Yeah, it totally it's playing too. like you know like someone's a, playing a piano yeah. upright piano in the background and you can hear spurs there's like a guitar there's like one of those low like <laughs> and you morricone fucking yeah. guitars playing yeah. he walks in smoking a cigar and it's like, <laughs> the fight just beginning and you were like i i just i don't know where they're going with that well look there was a direction they could have went with it like they went with johnny so since the 80s there's a thing about like the anti-hero but still kind of being likable right right like your tony sopranos and your walter whites mm-hmm. maybe there was a way that they could have kind of done that for crease or terry silver because you know they did it for johnny but you know johnny turns and actually just becomes a good guy straight up so that that's kind of a different character arc but like having a bad guy that you kind of root for a little bit, or at least you understand it, and they did not pull that off. They just they reverted to cartoon character bad guy. They, well, at some show, they at some that. point in the show, I think that they could have tried to hold on to that, seeing it from the point of view of Johnny. So why not see it from the point of view of Crease? They kind of try to do it, but the then flashbacks. he's got opportunity. Yeah, but it, but they've got opportunity. Yeah, but that doesn't sell the whole thing. Like he survived a viper pit, and sure, like that, yeah, okay, granted. But then, <laughs> I, I guess Chris does have one moment where he just tells her to do what feels right to her. Yep. But then, like he comes back this year, and then you know he's in jail, and like he's he's screwing over his his uh, spoiler alert. You know, we find out who the granddaughter is. And he's just back to being no, I like a one tone like bad guy again, as opposed to looking out for her better interest i don't think he's actually i don't think that that's intended as an actual thing i actually did some digging on that i don't think he is actually the her grandpa doesn't she actually refer to him they refer to each other as that but it's in like this sarcastic way like she's meeting him in jail and i think that's the only way she can regularly meet him is to pose as a family member because no then why uh, else would she be like loyal to him and like are you sure i should still be doing this and he's like, yes, and because even- she ha- she hates Terry Silver because she he 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 paid off the ref. She feel she says like she gives a monologue to uh, some Sam where she's like, some I, of that's my, frustrating to me. My like, life became a living hell. It was like it's empty because of the fact that like I didn't win and like he cheated and he and he told me you know point blank that I'll fucking cheat every anytime I need to. As long yeah, as but then it, she could, you know, means Cobra Kai she could even win. tell the other people that's what she's doing or just join she, them and be a part of the Battle Force 5000. She just tries to tell the other instead. chick that comes well, in. Well, that's at the very... She the, the, tells her... Yeah. The chick that, you, that was in Miyagi-Do for a bit, she's like constantly telling her, get out of here. Don't this buy This is not for this. you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I You know, I, I, to be honest with you, I just stopped having any critical take of it. And like, this is just good cheesy fun and who gives a fuck and it was and they deliver hardcore i'm just like yeah you don't even have to think about I, it I, I don't take it as i i don't think i've since season one i i have taken it as more than that although i do there were just saying there was an opportunity to do that i think and I, been a, a more serious show that still had karate that still had the characters you liked and it wasn't just teens fighting in a mall fighting at school teens fighting at the water slide teens fighting in you know someone's <laughs> yeah. house like there was an opportunity to do that that was gone long ago uh, but the cheese fest is awesome it's undeniably fun and just not serious and that's fine 
I, I think that they tried with Crease to soften him up more the season two though with with him having like that where they had the de-aged Johnny and he was having like the hallucinations of not you know not hallucinations but he was talking to people from his past and his and his and himself and you know he was talking about I lost someone I lost my my woman and she died and I I just don't think it played really I, I because it, it maybe it would have if he had decided like I'm gonna help Daniel and Johnny because it's the right thing to do but instead he just becomes a dick again and then and by that point Daniel LaRusso is totally not Miyagi at all he was writing no mercy motherfucker and he's like (laughs) threatening that that truck driver who's taking a piss he's like if you don't give me a fucking ride i'm gonna kick your ass yeah right he's just completely not that anymore not balance yeah um but when crease does that and it's like okay they're they're adding texture back to him and then they do a flashback of him and terry silver and terry silver's like dude there's this world tournament like and crease is like no i want to focus on the dojo I got this one student I really care about. I really like him. He's even got the same name as me, John. And then they go to him faking his own death with Frank Sinatra Jr. singing My Way through the entire thing. Right. Silence of the Lamb ending. It's just, and, and then he's he might as walking. well have been wearing a guard's face. He might as well have been wearing a guard's face. It, I, 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 I was just like, okay, fine. Same with you. It's like I've bought into it. Enough to where they bring in Jessica Andrews from Karate Kid 3 and and, and shoehorn her in to be the person. Is Daniel that, here? I got the mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because it's like what? Right. I love mac and cheese. I love mac and cheese. That's, Are you kidding me? Dude, I love mac and cheese. That's another thing about their writing, though, is that they're so good at doing those those references. Like that thing that Terry Silver says about my master was whatever. And then it turns out that that really was his master. Like the fact that they yeah. zero in on lines like that and then and incorporate them into the story, it it, it it's it's lovable entertainment. Yeah, everyone gets a callback, even people that were actually not character uh, like you, characters yeah, you, that were on the screen. You were just a name that was dropped, and guess what? Now you get to be a character in the show. Now you get to see that that instructor, Kim Sung Un or whatever the name was. Uh, I don't think that was the name, but I, yeah, I don't. I the, they they shoehorn her in is, to, is into being the person that introduced Daniel to uh, Amanda, and right. the person right. that can then convince Amanda to go back to him because I know the evils of Terry Silver. Right, believe me. Right, like you don't understand. And, and, this and, isn't just another Johnny. How thing. convenient was that? Uh, it was. Almost as convenient as the girl that he rescued from the typhoon happening to own the car dealership that he was trying to make a deal with. <laughs> right. That right. was my biggest problem with right. the season that you were mad about, season three, that, that you were disappointed with. Uh, my, my biggest complaint was conveniences like that. I Look, I, I will say this. Fucking Star Wars gets criticized for lazy writing a lot. There is some incredibly lazy writing on Cobra Kai. There, oh yeah. I mean, inc- but I'm talking about incredibly lazy. Right. Like, let's just have. What, there's a word for it, and I can't think of what the term is right now. When something, a plot device is just way too easy. Like one person walks in and can tie together fifty things. Isn't that, that the Deuce Ex Machina thing? <sighs> right, the machine that solves the problem. 
that just pops up at the end. Yeah, yeah. Or is there? there, or there's is there a, no, there's ones? just like a more common phrase. I I don't remember what it is, but there's there are tons of those. I mean, she like with her, they're accomplishing like five convenient things at once. They're getting a cameo. They're getting a, how they were introduced. They were they're getting a tie-in to Terry Silver, and then they're getting the explanation to Amanda as to because she would leave at some point. Anyone in their right mind? Oh, it's, yeah. With a husband kidding. acting that crazy, right? Like he's got like a fucking Okinawan assassin. Like she calls him just sleeping on the couch. Like they would leave at some point, and then they have to have a reason to bring her back. So it's like, let's kill ten birds with one stone. We'll have a familiar face, knows Terry Silver, happens to know her, introduced her to Daniel. They'll get in a random bar fight with middle-aged women, talking shit to each other like it was high school. Right. Out of nowhere, for no reason. For no reason. And those two things will conspire to convince her to go back and be completely on Daniel's side about all of this. Yep. That that's that was the one thing I, I didn't like. Although it was like as a fan of those movies, being a kid growing up watching them, it was like, oh, it's cool to see that she's in it again. Robin Lively, Jessica Andrews gets to come back and you know. Right. Is anybody left at this point? I other was than thinking a, the, of a, the exact. I was thinking exactly that. Unearthing Pat Morita. Is there anybody left that they can bring back? Uh, well, like Hillary Swank. Oh yeah. Oh Hillary. I expected her to show up when they had the female, uh, like super super sensei come from Korea. I thought, okay, so now they've got another sensei. They'll uh, Miyagi Do will one up them with Hillary Swank will show up. Be like, I'm, I was a student of Miyagi, and I've right. been fucking teaching karate ever since. Never stopped. Didn't take a break like you guys, and that she would just be like this badass. No Hillary Swank. There's no, no reference to him having, like, another student. Because, like, Miyagi had one student. But the writers have one said. One student. That's it. Well, Danielson. And then, but no, there was a second one. The writers have said that she is part of, like, the, the universe. They call it the Miyaki verse. Like any, anyone, to, then they're going to have to do it. I was surprised that she wasn't in this one. I even saw a thing of her when I like after the show. I saw like there was an interview with her where she said that people ask her constantly if she's going to be on Cobra Kai. Did she give any hint or clue? Or? No, but season six is not like in production already. Like usually, they're there It's like a conveyor belt with that show. Well, I was going to say something. It, now either IMDb has changed the way that they show future projects, but I see no future projects for Martin Cove. What? None. But do maybe you... they change the way they do it. Maybe if you look, or maybe it's because I'm on the phone app. Maybe if you pull it up on the computer, like it's a little bit more uh, info. But no, for Martin Cove is an actor. Dante's Hell is the last thing, and he's the speaker for the Eighth Circle. That's it. And, and Cobra Kai. And well, Cobra maybe. Kai, but it says Cobra Kai, twenty twenty two. So it doesn't show like you know, in production and n- they, no in production. Stuff. Maybe they stop doing that stuff because so many of those things get announced and then and then just taken off. Maybe, it's it's possible, but. Do you know that he was doing a podcast called Kicking It with the Coves? No. Yeah, there's like uh, I gotta hear 10 episodes of, of it. It's, it's on YouTube. It's him and his son and his daughter. And I think the guests are always Cobra Kai people. But like Peyton List was on it. The writers were on it. Um, I think Hawk was on it. 
I, 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 yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's great. It's like, I, I mean, I didn't listen to like a ton of it, but like, it's funny to just to hear him talk because he's so like, dude, the guy is what? 80 something. Does it say, are you still on his page? Does it say how old he is? I'm on his page, but it's, I'm going to say like, to be safe that let's say Martin Cove is 80, right? He talks like he was doing movies in the twenties. Well, like, I was going to say this, the way that they have him walk into the sunset, it was as if like they know he's going to die soon and that's the last you're going to see of him on film. So let's give him this <laughs> right. grand walkout that like transcends just his role here on this show or in these movies, but just his career in general. Well, and also they don't even bother to do a stuntman when he's beating the shit out of all the cafeteria people. They just use as a young guy. You know, when he in the jail, yeah. when, when he sort of like dis- rediscovers his crease self from yeah. his flashbacks, the fight scene is the young guy playing him beating up all the prisoners. And oh, then it cuts right. to because like it's the very last punch of, of, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. it's like he's so old at this point that like, they're, they're, like, don't even a stuntman's going to be so obvious. Just just let's do the young guy. And then like the final punch will be thrown by Martin Cove. That was that was smart, but he talks like fucking. Uh, what's his name from the offer? Uh, um, our favorite uh, Robert what? Evans. Robert Evans. Yeah. yeah, he he talks like motion picture. Like he, I was watching him on the podcast, and the way he's talking is so funny. And the one the one that's worth watching that I watched the whole way through. They're like an hour, is with him talking to the writers because the writers are kind of like busting his balls about how. Every time he gets a script, he starts scribbling notes in it, and they say he does it like like it's like looking at something the Unabomber wrote, because <laughs> he's like putting all these like doing all this editing and stuff, and they're always like trying to they're always having to tell him like no dude, like we're three episodes ahead of you buddy like just I promise you like I know exactly what you're thinking here. Martin Cove is doing all this. Yeah, he's like to writing play stuff. the same character that he's played in every movie for every movie. It takes yeah, that many notes. Uh, th- because he's always wanting to add layers and stuff and he's saying oh he should say this he should do this and 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 he's even joking about how he's like is that the great frustration of his life he has all these thoughts and things to layer things and he just only gets to ever be a one-tone bad guy yes that actually he talked about that in the podcast he talks about how he's always wanted to write and he's a really good editor like of dialogue and stuff and 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 he's good at like moving things around and he even Just gives no some example, give but he's it. nobody. He says, I don't know how to deal with the blank page. Like I've never been able to just like start ah. with the blank page. It's like, it has to, there has to be something there. He's like, I can have some crazy, awesome idea for some Western. I can't get it down on paper. So wow. what he does, th- this type of stuff, but then he was even joking to the writers. He's like, I'll write all this stuff. I'll be up all night before the shoot, like coming up with all these ideas. I'll go to you guys and you guys will be like, yeah, that's going to be episode nine, dude. We haven't finished it yet. <laughs> like all that stuff you you wasted your time writing. Oh, it's man, covered. That makes me feel like, bad for him. But he but he loves it, though, that he's taken care of like that, that he, he feels like he's in good hands with them, that like they understand that he doesn't want Chris to be a one note villain or he wants him to at least if he's a one note villain have a backstory for why he's a one note villain right not just i'm i'm just a bad guy i have no backstory yes i was in vietnam that's all you get finish to know finish his arc god damn it well maybe that was the finish of it no yeah the, the leaving jail i mean faking his own death for at least the third time 
<laughs> At <laughs> it's least. It's his go-to. <laughs> it's his greatest move. I think the... You know what else about that show, Charlie? I think that makes it so that you can stomach it with the Team Force 5000 and all that is the fact that it's self-aware and it jokes about itself a lot. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. They, they make... The, the fucking... De- Chosen and, and Johnny, by the way, and, and pairing up people like that too. Like Chosen's the best. Chosen and Johnny when they're when they're when they're talking about like the stakes of their fights with Daniel. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, Oh, he right, did this right, and Chosen's right. like, I fought him to death. Yeah. And he's like, Whoa, whoa yeah. what are you fucking ghost then? Like You're right. you didn't fight him to the death. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh when like we're all we, we both were worried about Mike Barnes showing up, right? Like how's how much more over the top can you get now? It was that was great. But, but the way they introduced him is I think the first time an F bomb is dropped in Cobra Kai is when Chosen's like, Do you know anybody? To Dan and, and they show Ralph Machu and he goes, Mike fucking Barnes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And then Mike Barnes is like this new guy, but like one bad thing happens and he's already and he's he's coked up again. Yes. <laughs> Kidnapping them. That the, too. It's like limo. how do we get Mike Barnes to be as over the, like okay, we're going to show Mike Barnes as like he's kind of normal. But but we want him to be over the top, so how do you, how do we do it? We'll just put him on cocaine. And, you know, so and then they're just like, all drunk and they're just they're just going to show up and storm the castle. Fuck yeah. it. So there's that's another thing like there's all this buildup of how they're going to get the best of them and they're going to do the tournament or not the tournament or they're going to find these other ways. And it the solution in their writing is Mike Barnes gets coked up, the guys are <laughs> drunk, kidnaps them, talks them into just fuck, fuck all the uh, script and like plot, and they're just going to be drunk and just show up at his house and start fighting people. I That's I, where they transition. You're thinking like, how are they going to finish in time? Like there's all these elaborate plans of what they're going to do. And there's going to be this, this other battle at the world tournament and shit. No, you just, you just show up at the house drunk and fight them. I, I, I actually kind of appreciate it. Total that, though. detour though. They spend I, so much time building up to this world tournament. Right. Only to abandon it for people getting coked up and deciding to just fuck it. And let's just fight him at his house. I, I, I kind of like that they did that though, because when they were getting into that world tournament thing, I was like, okay, wait a second. Does that mean that this is going to end on a cliffhanger? And it turns into Enter and the all Dragon of season six is going to be about this fucking world tournament, and we're going to have to watch the Cobra, Miyagi-Do beat the fucking. We're going to watch Miyagi-Do beat karate students that have from Japan that have been training since they were fucking three months old. Yes. Like, is that what's going to happen? Yes. No, we're yeah, going to storm his house we, and no, beat the shit out of him drunk. Karate's pure. <laughs> Those Kid, other ones are not. I think probably some of the forms of karate in Japan that they would be dealing with yes, I would have also been pure. I know. I know. May and then I was thinking, well, maybe they'll all just get their ass kicked and they'll realize that like they're not really that good at karate. You can't I, learn karate in a weekend. No, but that's the thing is that they 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 they, they lead you down this path that okay, now we're going to raise the stakes and have this world tournament. Actually, you know what? That's too much trouble. For the characters and us and you so let's just have them get drunk and mike barnes on coke and and johnny saying like i agree with bad boy <laughs> who's mike barnes i use the bad boy of karate all right cool i like the way this guy thinks i agree with bad boy let's go it just i don't know dude seeing all those guys and then oh my god mike barnes is that a rembrandt 
Yeah, I think this will cost about as much as my furniture store. <laughs> just <laughs> steals a fucking Rembrandt right. out of his house. <laughs> Mike Barnes, like, they pulled that off. They pulled off a return of one of the stupidest characters in the history of Karate Kid. He was great. And he he worked perfectly. He, he did. And they successfully navigated. I was so afraid that it was going to be the start of the season. I think that's when I let my guard down. Is that they started the beginning of the season, you know, with Miguel going to Mexico. And is it going to be Johnny kicking his way through the drug cartel? You know, with yeah, I, w- I was very afraid of that, too. And they didn't. And what happened was good. It, it, it worked. And they didn't. Boy, they could have jumped the shark with that. And they didn't. So I think that I let my guard down. And then after that, like all the other stuff was like, ah, whatever. That was my biggest worry, too, because you started watching it before me because I had to wait until I got off work that day. And then I was watching it with my son. But I remember you texted me like that it was good and that you were a couple episodes in. And I said my first thing was, do Johnny and Miguel get please don't like don't worry about spoilers. Do Johnny and Miguel get out of Mexico? And you wrote like yes and no they don't beat their way through a drug cartel right right which was because that was the same thing I, I was like just like please don't have like a have them be there the whole time and b don't have them like karate karate california valley karateing their way through a, a fucking drug cartel or whatever or some mexican gang <laughs> it would have been the worst they, they didn't so they you know Johnny's humor also brings it, grounds it in that sort of first season sensibility too, like you know him, like him driving the Ubers and just, just his comments like when he has that sombrero and he's like, "Here, it's not offensive. They made it here. It's their idea. <laughs> it's their idea. It's their idea. It's really funny. That stuff. Still having that sort of Archie Bunker type, of uh, but like, but you but know. slowly but surely becoming more self aware. Yeah, and even exactly. when Danielson is off the rails, he's like, "Whoa, if I'm telling you to chill out, like there's a pro- there's a real problem." Right, right. Uh, yeah. That, At one point, they had kind of switched. They did. Yeah, yeah. that was I, I like that. I also like him telling I, I I liked him telling Miguel and Robbie to just beat it out. Beat it out of each other. <laughs> right, just just enough. Like There's the, no way to get through this. You just need to fight it out. And But that's like Daniel's solution. that he. That's like Daniel's suggestion to him. Did, was it? it? Kind of. I, I, if I remember I right. I didn't remember think, that. He, he, he says something like, maybe it's Johnny. But they ta- They both agree, though. That it's like, maybe if, if this had gone, if we didn't have to fight to three points. Oh, yeah, that's that right. Yeah, totally. Out of totally. Him, and gotten out of our system. Yep, totally. Just fought to fucking the point where, you know we're done fighting right and then he does that and then you get they get you on the scares of the being up on the fucking platform and he might fall off and you know shit is, is he gonna knock robbie off the thing and then they just finally stop there and then they find out that they're gonna be brothers basically yeah and have it they're gonna have literally both of them are gonna have be half biological brother right to a new kid right like that stuff's very well done so i don't know yes yeah gives a lot of the shit that's a great point so like for all like the cheese there are still those type of moments Mm -hmm. that are like yeah good like johnny seeing johnny being afraid of having a kid and he looks over and he sees that guy who's just fucking lost his mind hasn't slept in a week and he's like please go to sleep (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like you know we've been there as dad sure you know and he sees that and like that's just those are those are very grounded real 
moments, and they usually revolve around Johnny. Or, or they, in oh, some all cases, of them. Daniel, but mostly... No, it, Johnny gets all those best moments. All the bring-you-back-to-earth moments are Johnny. Yeah. And then him finding roaches in his house, and, like, he's... He, He's like fumigating his house and then just taking the mask off. And <laughs> drink take, a beer. Take a fucking drink a beer real quick. Right. Oh my god, dude! We can't. We how how have we not mentioned his fucking Young Guns two, uh, role play setup, escape <laughs> yeah. room before before the fight with them. <laughs> right. He's setting up with like all these Coors <laughs> things, a, a fucking jail. Right. He's got a cactus of Coors cans, <laughs> and and he starts telling him and he, a Chavez e Chavez reference. Charlie, did he? Yes. He said he Did he say ex- Chavez y Chavez? I, he says it word for word. He says whatever his name is and Chavez y Chavez and they broke out of jail and this is, that's what you guys are going to do. And he points to Miguel. He's obviously you're Chavez. And then Miguel's like, well, this is the plot of Young Guns too. And he's like, you seen it? And he's like, yes, with you. <laughs> right. And then he starts playing fucking Blaze of Glory Bon Jovi yeah. as they're going to do it. And then they and then uh. he's locked. He moved the lock. So they can't get out, and he sealed the window <laughs> shut. <laughs> Don't close the door. And then finally, when La- when Larusa comes in, they're talking for like a solid five minutes before Daniel looks around and he's like, "Should I ask what's going on here?" <laughs> with <laughs> with just all this fucking cactus and beer cans <laughs> and like jail written on a fucking uh, cardboard Coors box. You know, yeah. I think you're right. That's the saving grace. You said it before. Like, uh, the show doesn't take itself too seriously. So they're not trying to sell you on it. They're like, yeah, we know. This is kind of crazy. And they they do joke about it. They, they're they're happy to be over the top. And at the end of the day, it's a goddamn karate kid show. So, like, how, how serious was it ever going to be? So you right. can kind of right. just kind of roll your eyes at it or just, like, be beyond that. I'm just saying, I don't know that this show necessarily started off to be that but i don't know it's you look it's fun it's a really fun season yeah no i, I, I enjoyed it I, I don't think it started off to be that but i think that i i think it, it, it has naturally evolved to that and i think if it hadn't become what it's become it would have been very short-lived because i don't think there's that far you can go with it if you're sure. not going to touch terry silver or where you can't Cove, invite it, all of this drama yeah. and then have people have to kick each other. It's right. going to be a pretty boring show. Exactly. Exactly. You can't just have like a tournament every year where it's like well within the rules, realistic karate, like, you know. Right. It's got it, it's got to just get over the top at some point. It's 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 fine. Uh Charlie real quick, uh we could do, let's do some more quick hits uh before we we wrap up because we've talked about Skinwalker a little bit, yeah, which Skinwalker again check. preview of uh, the next episode by the way after that we will take a stroll through the japanese suicide forest on another episode yeah yeah going uh, there? creepy fucking place dude and that's another one of those things where it's kind of like skinwalker like you can go to any cheesy unsolved mysteries show hosted by william shatner and watch a, a segment about the the japanese suicide forest and be properly scared or you can take a stroll with me through it and we'll talk about some you will curate what is important exactly. and what is bullshit. Exactly, I will curate that. We, we we will talk about the disgraced YouTube star Logan Paul trying to show a dead body from in there. There's really? A, yeah, there's a lot of stories that go along with that place, and and you know, believe me, I, I take suicide very seriously, so it's not gonna be like funny. Yeah, yeah, no, I, but yeah, uh, yeah. but that place I think is is 
been a subject of interest of a lot of people because it's creepy and mysterious and weird and it doesn't have anything to do with aliens but uh there's a lot of stuff about that place that that i think is worth telling around halloween time as a spook tale um not so much the suicide but just the the mysticism of that place and uh and then obviously halloween ends coming we're gonna have to talk about that yeah you didn't like you haven't liked either of the danny mcbride uh, halloween movies so much obviously the second one nobody liked halloween kills but the first one you weren't you weren't all hot on that one either yeah i don't know we don't have to get deep we well we can wait and see what happens with the third one but i, I yeah you already know what's gonna happen oh i i hope i do or i, I don't know look you know what dude i I'm again a cheap There was date a lot of stuff. All right, here, man. Anytime it's a plot point where I don't know, people are just like behaving so irrationally, and then the thing you can kill can't be killed, and I, I don't know. Just I, I'll have to watch the last one and form more thoughts around it. But I know you like it. It's it's a horror movie, so like you know they're supposed to be just you know just eat popcorn watch the movie and shut the fuck up There's you get that, a couple yeah. thrills and scares here yeah. and there and like it's never the best acting or the best plots i mean i i i, I also There's moments i liked about them no i know there, there was i i think especially like the flashbacks and stuff oh those I, were fucking awesome the way they do that to me like that is worth the price of admission because those I, were great I love though so why world. can't the whole movie be that i'm hoping that this next one will be more like that i i love that world I always have that specific world of Halloween, like the Haddonfield and, the, you know, all that. I've always liked that for whatever reason. Um, like my favorite horror franchise, as ridiculous and stupid as it, as it gets, now and then, um, I've always loved it. So one more trip to Haddonfield with Jamie Lee and in the fucking Shape of Evil. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch I'm it. There. I'll, I'll watch it for sure. Yeah, so that's coming up. But uh, I did. We speaking of of, of horror, uh, there was a show on Netflix that was very popular for a while, I guess, or it was number one that we both uh, just decided to watch separately. Didn't talk about it. Didn't know the Devil in Ohio, oh and my it god awful. <laughs> we both agreed. I, I texted you. That was when, so. That we, was one of the worst things I have ever that's seen. But, but why did I watch all of it? I exactly. And I, the fact that I, it was I, it was in the top ten for so long. Yes. Th- Yes. Like, were people feeling the same way? Like, for some reason. I think millions of people accidentally watched that entire God, show. God, that was horrible. It was so bad. It was one oh of those. Oh, my God. It was like we were texting about doing this podcast that we're doing right now. And kind of like, you know, what are we going to talk about? And and I was like, by the way, because I know that you watch a lot of, of this thing stuff. I was like, I, you've probably seen it, but there's a show called Devil in Ohio. I, I don't know why, but I watched the whole thing and it was awful. And you were like, dude, same. I watched the entire show. What's funny is I don't even watch horror stuff that much. We've talked about that before. Like you can only let so many, so much gore and yeah, 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 creepy feelings in your head, right? Like you don't want to be walking around your house like scared or whatever. Yes, as a fucking grown ass adult, right? So I don't even know what, why we decided to watch it. Like, I th- I think it was, it was one of those Netflix things where you just awful. keep seeing the big number with it next to it and it's like and then i started thinking well maybe it's like midnight mass or something like that like uh, which yeah. i loved yeah which was good yeah so i was like all right fine and then okay the first episode wasn't that good but we'll see where it's going and then okay this is the most uh incompetent 
man I've ever seen. Oh, the husband. The, husband. the, the, the worst really character everybody, of all time. Everybody on that show, to some degree, was fucking incompetent, though. Except the main girl. The, 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 who everyone hated. Who everyone hated, and the detective, who seemed to kind of be on top of things. Every, every other male in that show was either evil or just the most incompetent fuck of all time. Right. But... I think that there's like an aspect of that show that is like, I don't want to sound woke, but like irresponsible. Like she actually wasn't bad yet. Everyone hated her. Um, you know, like she had been abused and gone through all this stuff and she was kind of adopted in and completely treated like an outsider. Everyone else kind of seemed to find a way to justify it. And, and at the end, mm -hmm. I think you're supposed to believe that she was bad. Yeah, she was kind of bad the whole time. Like she, she was, was just manipulating everyone the whole time. She was? Yeah. How? She just wanted to stay there. I, all right. So at the very end, she manipulates because, like, with the roses thing, right? She does the yeah. roses swap out for car white cards. By the way, if you haven't seen the show, sorry. Well, the, you don't know. Don't. What I'm don't. About. Just, like, yeah, spoiler. Don't. I'll spoil the shit out of this so you don't have to fucking watch it. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> it's awful. Spoiler alert. But, done. like, yes, she did that. But before then, she did not do anything. They're like, well, she's just she, out like, for herself. Well, she in the picture and stuff the, so that the people would see her picture. That's her choice. Well, I... That's, like, that's her issue. That's her scar. So if she wanted to show that picture, then it's up to her to show that picture. That's not screwing the other girl over. Or, like, the, the boyfriend asked her out. And as soon as she finds out, like, the other girl likes her, uh, the, the girl likes him, she's like, okay, I, I broke it off immediately. I, I don't know if... I, all I'm saying is I don't know if that was a constant manipulation or if she did care about them but she just really wanted to stay they didn't show it and of course she fucking wanted to stay it's the first people that were ever nice to her of course yes. but like I, th there was nothing there that shows she was totally manipulating everyone nothing well the roses thing though yeah the, like at the, the very fucking end when they're like telling her she's gonna leave and that was her last resort we're gonna ship you off so then that's when she does that and then she does that to lure the mom or someone to come rescue her? I guess. It's so fucking badly put together. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, and, yeah. like, the dad I, just insisting, like, no, she can't be around. And, like, you're like, what the fuck? Oh, God. That or, guy. like, the dad losing the, the house but then doesn't say anything about <laughs> it and, like, puts all of his money into this house. I guess he didn't get it insured at the same time, so they lose right. everything. Then like he's just such well, a fucking idiot, mean bitch detective that's just like accusing him of burning it down the whole time, and it's like you're not even gonna investigate. And then the, the detective has to tell her, no, 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 this has happened before. And meanwhile, he's got all these unsolved cases lying around. They, they never bother to solve anything in this town. Everyone knows that, that like that, that nothing but evil goes on in this place, but they don't do anything about it. There's no actual like evil actually happening it's just a bunch of misguided weirdos yeah it's just it's just a cult it's not they're not even like particularly good at what they do right it's run by Hilo from Battlestar Galactica and like they scare the other people but until they come onto the property no one's actually in jeopardy so they actually don't even do anything I guess they burn the house they they, they, bur they burn that one they house burn down. a house they burn though. a house That's down it. it is oh, it is mind-numbingly bad awful and awful you know it episode to episode I don't know why we couldn't stop watching it I, but we couldn't stop I think watching it. I think it's because it's it's a it was a limited series. Like, I think either one of us, if if we had watched the first couple episodes of that show and then saw like on Netflix like season two, season three, we would have stopped. 
Because I've done that with a couple of shows on Netflix where I've been like, okay, fuck this. I'm not getting into three seasons of shit. But it was like eight episodes. Eight episodes and you're out. Limited series. Like, it's going to end. I might think it's well, one of the worst things well. I've, I've watched to completion. Same. I, it was, I cannot think of something worse than that that I've invested that much time in in recent memory. God, that I've just kept watching. Horrible. And it's like, this is just not good. All of these characters... I. Yeah, it's a devil in Ohio. But I think, again, I think Netflix just having that on their front page for weeks, I was like, all right, this is, I guess this is good. The, the poor abused victim is just a, a master manipulator. Right. And they're evil. So you shouldn't trust her either. Yeah, don't trust abused people. So, like, people. isn't that a little <laughs> bit of a bad message to send yes. into the world? Yes. I do. So I, even if she was the manipulator, which I don't think she was, I just think she kind of got a bad rap. Um, but still, like, that's just, I, what the fuck was the point of any of that? I, I, I the cult she came I from was know. bad, but she's also bad, too, because she manipulates people because she wants them to love her. So, <laughs> you know, don't trust, don't trust victims. Yeah, don't trust someone who is abused because they'll manipulate you into liking them. They'll want. God, dude, what the I don't, fuck? I don't know what the fucking point of that show was. God How damn it. How come no one talks about that in, in all of the wokeness of the world? I don't know. I don't see people talking about that show and how, like, just horrible that was. By the way, uh, speaking of, of which, there's a line in, in Andor when the, <laughs> the, the woman tells the, uh, the woman that adopts Cassian. It's during the flashback, and they go on the ship, and he's like, you know, it's toxic in here. And she takes her mask off, and she goes, "It's uh, take your mask off. How come uh, no uproar about that line? It's clear, clearly... Oh, you Clearly think so? an anti-masking. Uh, no, it, I'm just kidding. No, oh, no oh, of course oh. it's Disney. <laughs> like if it, if it was Disney, it would be the opposite. It was, Put your yeah. mask on. Right. I'm, I, was, right. I was just like when I saw that. That's for funny. some reason, I thought, wouldn't it be funny if like because and then, and then, then the like all that, the characters look at the camera. Right. <laughs> just because of the fact that Disney Star Wars gets so scrutinized for like anything they do is, is like you know because of something else. Like, oh, she told him to put his take his mask off. What are, what are they saying? Right. What does that mean? I nothing. I did not have that thought for for that, but that's funny. I, it's just because I'm too. I've been too close to Star Wars fandom and how how they just over interpret. It's not just Star Wars. Everyone gets it. No, I know, I know. But at I mean, this point. but Star Wars. It's it, that is happening in Star Lord, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. I know that is it, so. It, anything has that lens to it now. Of it, there is it now a filter. Are you shoehorning things in? You know, just to be woke, just right. for the sake of, of doing that. Which, you know, well, I mean, it, it's everything now. So it, it's a touchy subject, but it, it there there is like I said earlier, like there there are shows that that clearly do box checking, and and to to be honest, I mean, I I I think it's it's like. The idea of diversity because we want to show you that we care about diversity is like that is more offensive than any than like, oh, there's not enough white people in it. Like, that's not I don't worry about that. It's like when I see like, OK, like you're 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 pandering, you're pandering to people by making sure that you show that you have tech checked every box of every type of person oh so in a way where it's almost insulting it is insulting like it's like yeah okay. but then okay but then at the same time like people complain about she-hulk you're like but she-hulk was always a, a girl and that existed 
before wokeness, She-Hulk has been a thing for a long time. Well, there's the, like, oh, yeah. now we have to have like female superheroes. And like, she existed the whole time. Like, there's nothing to get mad about that. <laughs> right. Or like in Lord of the Rings, like there's a, there's a black elf. Oh my god! You're like you believe like this is a fucking universe where there's elves and dragons and shit <laughs> and orcs, but like someone can't have a certain like you know skin pigment. That's yeah. the problem. It's not the fact that there's flying fucking dragons. Well, you can buy into that, but not pick like there, there's just aspects of that shit. And you're like, oh, my fucking God. I, it, it, well, I just it's so over scrutinized in the it, it, like there was a time, Charlie, when you and I were growing up where things like that were not they just it just wouldn't have mattered. And like it works on a different a lot of levels because like what i'm talking about with the box ticking sort of is more of like when you get something where it's just like we are making sure to like show you how much we care and then there's other ones where it's just like yeah there's a black elf like it's not a big deal calm fucking calm down or like like with 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 reva in in obi-wan it's like one of the inquisitors has stripes on his head and uh, you know red eyes and 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 one of them is black. It's not a big deal. Like, <laughs> right. it, it's it's okay. Like there's fucking aliens. But like, all right, in Star Wars, there's talking robots. In it in Star Wars, there's no black characters, and then all of a sudden you're at uh, Cloud City. You know, Lando comes out, and you're like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, oh yeah, they got to throw in like Lando. They have to have a black guy to check a fucking box because like there was not one single white uh, black person in in any of the first star wars so all of a sudden where is this guy coming from <laughs> what the fuck and people walking out of the theater are like you know writing fucking uh reviews that like oh that it was a great movie until they had to shoehorn in their wokeness by just inventing a black character to put in here like so that's only a thing now because like just people think that way. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Nobody batted an eye at fucking Lando. It was fine. It was just yeah, another character, and it. it, I, it yeah, yeah, Princess Leia is getting a lot of extra screen time. She's what really, the fuck? She was just supposed to be eye candy in the background. Now she's got to be in every other scene. Yeah, what the fuck? Bossing around the fucking guys. Oh, and I bet she the, has the force too. Oh right. <laughs> oh yeah. Can't. Yeah, it's got. Yeah. Fucking gotta have a girl. Fucking having the force. Nobody talked about any of that shit. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Charlie, I got to tell you this real quick. I watched this uh, anime with my son called Death Note. It's on Netflix. Uh-huh. It's, uh, you know, Japanese. How woke is it? Uh, well, it's Japanese, so it's all Japanese people. Okay. So okay. I guess okay. not woke. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, well, actually, there are some uh, CIA people that come in. And, well, they also kind of look Japanese, too. So, though, I don't know. They're animes. It's fine. Uh, it, the, it, it's about this kid who finds this notebook, and if you write in uh, 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 someone's name and you know their face, you picture their face when you write their name so that you don't accidentally kill someone with you know the same name, right? So it's <laughs> like, you know, there's more than one Bill Clear and Charlie Crabtree. It's like you got to be thinking of one of us to do it, right? And then you write the time and date and how they died. They'll, they'll die. And uh, if you don't specify, then they'll just die of a heart attack. And it has to be realistic. You can't say that, like, they fell off the Eiffel Tower if they live in California. It's got to be, right? So this kid's, like, deciding he's going to – oh, and it, the, the, the book comes with this evil spirit guy. Uh, I forget what they're called. It's a Japanese word. So, so why do but, you 
get the book and decide to write someone's death? Is there like a motivation to do that? Or is it just because it's fun to kill someone? Well, no. So this kid, when he finds it, he thinks it's <laughs> it's just some bullshit, right? You know, and it's, has, it's got all these instructions in it. Right. So he's like, all right, well, I'll, he's watching the news and he sees this criminal. This guy is like kidnapping kids. And he's all, all right, well. And they say, this is, this is the perpetrator of the crime. And he's like, all right, well, let's see if this works. So he writes the guy's name down, writes down heart attack. Sure enough, boom, guy dies of a heart attack. So then the kid gets drunk with power. And then and there's this this evil spirit that, that kind of comes with the book. Like, he hangs out. If, if you have the book, then you also have to deal with this guy hanging out with you. He's like this creepy-looking thing. And uh, he's sort of like... Uh, you know apathetic towards death he doesn't really care he's like yeah you kill people or not whatever it's up to you you know you're gonna get yourself in trouble and uh you know everyone who uses that book eventually you know you're gonna become cursed by it so uh, the, the the kid is like getting drunk with power and he's trying to just kill criminals but eventually uh they hire this crazy detective who's also a kid like this ingenious kid yeah and, he, and he's like figuring it out and it's, and it's, it's actually really good this sort of it's sort of like sherlock with the mm -hmm. deduction like master criminal versus because the kid's like super smart like so they're both like you know it's like in each other's minds of who's what the chess game right so anyway we watched that whole show enjoy it very good 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 anime where do good, where good does fun. one watch this this is on netflix and then we noticed at the, as, as the show ended it said the death note collection we're like oh what what what, what other death note is there because we really enjoyed death note turns out uh they made a movie a netflix movie with Willem Dafoe as the evil spirit, it takes place in America, and it's like an hour and a half. When this Death Note anime show is like several seasons, like it, right. took, it took us a, several weeks to watch okay. this, right? So we're like, well, let's let's see what fucking mess Netflix made out of this thing, and it uh, we did we ended up like like stopping and then just kind of skipping ahead and oh, then wow. skipping ahead just to see like where are they going to end up compared to this cartoon because it was so bad willem dafoe uh as the evil thing all dressed in this like makeup awesome of oh course. he's always good of course yeah he was great but the like all of the rules of the death note all of the chess match all of that was gone all of the moral ambiguity of this guy killing these people through this note because sometimes he's got to kill people that are getting in the way right and it's like his, oh, it, that type wow. of thing right that's all taken out of the movie and they make Willem Dafoe the one who's always killing the people that get out of the way so that this guy's only killing criminals. Yeah. 100% of the yeah, time. That sucks. Because part of what was cool about the anime was that like him having to make these tough decisions like, well, this is just an FBI agent. He's not a bad guy, but if he figures me out, it's over. And I can't get to the fucking master criminals that I'm working my way up to through this death note. Right. Yeah. But it was cool, dude. It was just, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a nice detour. I don't usually watch that kind of thing. Uh, maybe I'll check that out. Yeah. It's, 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 star it starts off right away. Like it, it gets you going. I'll you'll you'll know might, if you like it or not uh, right away. I might wait a little bit. I think after I complete the, uh, skinwalker. Skinwalker. Yeah, yeah. But it, I, God, like watch a uh, Cobra, like just some good old fashioned cheese. Yeah, yeah, definitely get some yeah. something very like distractingly like just nothing. Yeah, don't follow up uh, Skinwalker with Death Note because yeah. even though it's a cartoon and it's anime, like it's and sometimes it's really goofy and oddly. Oh Japanese, God, some of that anime stuff gets creepy as but fuck. But it, it 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 does it gets dark 
Yeah, well, yeah, really they, fucking dark. they usually do. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, it's like a guy deciding if he's going to kill an innocent to, you know, so that he can continue to kill, you know, bona fide criminals, and and then there's this like, this like copycat killer that comes in. Ah, it's, it's it's very it's complex. It's good, but uh, Charlie, I. Um, and you've criticized me for this before, but I, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I never did. Tried to, but it was like too late. Um, I haven't watched the Lord of the Rings show. Thoughts? Yeah. Thoughts that you can give me about new uh, Game of Thrones, new Lord know, of the Rings? New games, Game of Thrones, I was, I think for both of these, low expectations. Uh, of the two, so far Game of Thrones has pulled me in more. There's a lot of this character is kind of like this character. So there's some of it that is like, it's a little bit lazy. Like, Oh, this guy's kind of like the new Jamie Lannister. Oh, this guy's kind of like the new, this person and that person. Um, but it's, I'm very pulled into it. Is it also a weekly drop? Yeah. As is Lord of the Rings. Yes. And the Lord of the Rings one I'm liking, it's a little bit of a, a slower start. I'm not as pulled into it before. Of the two, Lord of the Rings is the one I would be wishing is, you know, those are like my favorite books. I've seen the movies like multiple times, director's cuts as well. Um, I've read those books three times. I, so I that might be the one thing like for me that maybe even like, you know, rivals Star Wars. You've told me that before in life, just in regular life. Yeah. Uh, I remember that like when I met you, you had read them already. And then I remember it over the course of time of us being friends, you reading them at different times again. Yeah. And I, then, uh, and, you know, and then taking me to those movies. Cause I remember I was like, I, I dude, I, I'll go see it. Like, I want to see it. I want to like it. I just like, I, I don't know what it is about wizards and stuff. And it's like, and yet I like star Wars. You like space it. wizards. I, I know if, if, if you just took game of Thrones dude, or, or Lord of the Rings and put them in space, all of a sudden you'd like it. Uh, well, it, it may, there's a lot of space stuff I don't like, but I, but, I know, I know. But you are right on it to a, to a point because it's like if you put a time machine in it or put it in space, the likelihood of me liking it would go up. Like if you were like, it's Lord of the Rings, Bill. Like exactly as Lord of the Rings is, except in the very beginning, there's Marty McFly, <laughs> like travels back to Lord of the Rings, and then you don't see him anymore. But like you know that this is time travel. Like something would make that more interesting. <laughs> I get it. Or it's the Enterprise. They land on this planet, and then nothing but Lord of the Rings happens. There's no Star Trek, but you know that they're there. It's like, would I be more interested? Probably. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think on so many levels of all the shows that have like reboots and prequels and, and all that kind of stuff. Lord of the Rings is one of them that would warrant it the most because they're always talking about the history. They're always talking about the past. Elves, elves are like, they live forever basically. Right. So like you can go back a thousand years and like the age of man and this age and this age and this King to this person. And like those main characters are still around. So oh, you can go way the fuck back right. in time and still kind of have them there and see how things have happened. That's cool. Um, and I just, I don't, I'm, I, you know, I'm watching them and I will watch every single one, of course. And this one has not gripped me as much. Actually, of the two, I like Game of Thrones more and I wish it was the opposite. 
Yeah, I could, well, yeah, because you are definitely a certified Lord of the Rings nut. You you always have been. Yeah, it's it, it's look, I, it's still going places, and a lot of stuff is going to happen, and they're kind of just getting things moving. When you think of how long the books are, I mean, there's like Tolkien wrote like books of just the history like, about things that have happened in the past, and it explained like it was almost like a history book. I think the Cimmerillion. Um, it's like the lineage of this person to that person to this person to that person and what land they were in and what they did there and like little, you know, explanations of stuff. Um, I wrote like new languages to like make those books. So if like any book was going to do a prequel or like any show or movie was going to do a prequel that like really does make sense. It It's that one. And maybe it's too much. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting kind of like Andor, right? Like right, so far right. so good. And it looks good. This one isn't been in, hasn't gotten me there yet, but things are right now starting to take off. So if you ask me again in like three weeks, I might have a, a completely different answer and then it might be the better of the two. I, uh, there was one other, Oh, the, the, there's the new quantum leap, I guess is out now. Um, God, I, they, during football last week, they were showing the hell out of like different, different, uh, different commercials, and it was each one showing like a different scene. It turns out it is a sequel. Oh, it is. A, it, it is a bona fide actually. Sequel. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I'm not going to. But um, I might watch an episode or two. Uh, maybe someday. You but, love the first one. Yeah, I know. But but I love the first one because, as you said, as we've texted before, like the first one is all vibes your that's what you well, said this one might good. have it you watch the first episode and you'll know if it, if those are there or not I, not i mean those two guys though like made that show the scott Bakula and dean stockwell everything else was like whatever i to me i mean but here, here here's the thing also like you know my, my brother got me into that show and you know he's no longer with us i kind of like link that show to him yeah yeah same so it's like i, I don't I do really want to kind of dive back in there even now if it's on yeah but you TV, do that with star wars i'm sure you associate him to a certain degree to it and like yeah he, but he but i star wars was before he was even born that's that true I was in that you know what i mean this is something like, he got you into it was like yeah, exactly. his thing that you came along for the ride on yeah versus yeah it makes sense to star me. wars star trek elton john what I, like my you know those favorite things of mine are all things that i just developed on my own and then I, maybe I, he came along for i the understand ride, that genesis quantum leap like there's a lot of things that he got me into right that are so those Fair. are a little more difficult but aside from that like because obviously if like if 10 years ago they had decided to reboot it with the scott Bakula and dean stockwell i would have fucking watched the shit out of it, of course but i am glad that it's a sequel oh not a reboot and not a reboot or a remake would have been a remake would have Hated. hurt my feelings yeah yeah if they were if it was like this is sam beckett doc and this is al calavici i would have been like Fuck you. So, all right. So, I don't but know. Instead, if it's like Al's. Sorry, just to finish up real quick. It's yeah. like Al Al's daughter or something. I just read this. I didn't see it, but it's like they were gonna they they wanted to get Dean Stockwell, but he, he passed away before they started filming. So it's like his daughter or something is like trying to. It has some involvement with continuing the continuing program. the program. So it's there's a tie-in. Fine, I'm totally cool with that. Go ahead and sequel it. 
Just don't remake those characters. That's all. That's fine. So I don't know if you've seen all the different little promo clips. I've seen a few. Or like there's a bunch of different commercials and it's all doing different stuff. One of them is Kennedy. One of them is uh, he's about to go on the football field and he looks in and he's Joe Montana. But it kind of like from all the different ones I've saw, because I saw like the first one and I'm like, oh, fuck. I actually had that reaction right. too. I'm like, they right. don't need to be doing this. Right. But it, maybe they kind of capture the vibe a little bit. In the quick things I've seen, I, I will do this. I will watch like the first one or two and tell you if it's safe or not safe. Or like, no, this is actually worth it. And I, knowing that it'll have to be very, very good to say that to you. But it's a continuation. It's not rewriting history. It's not like painting over those old characters. So, oh, maybe it's warranted. I I mean, yeah, that would be cool if you told me. I mean, it's, it, it's not like if I went home tonight and watched an episode and i thought it was horrible that i would be like sad or something well, right I mean, it's, it, it's right. just that it, i but i would kind of i would be annoyed and frustrated as to i'd just be like there's so many things that you could you know god forbid an original idea or other things that you could reboot why piss on this like it's a show also like it, that show hasn't even aged well dude like i've seen episodes <laughs> yeah, like from you know like every once in a while i'll be on tv and i'll just like like I'm gonna just check out an old quantum leap. Like God, when was this made? 1950. Uh, for, I for mean, I know it takes place in the 50s, but I mean, it looks a, a sci-fi type of show. It is the absolutely zero budget uh, yeah. for for any kind of special effects or anything. It like is that. all the special effects are fucking terrible. Yeah, like it. I the, mean, even by the, yeah. even if you say like, well, this was made you know on a low budget in the '90s, it's like that's still no excuse. <laughs> no, it's really bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> these are awful. Yeah, like they were doing shit back in the '80s that looked better than this. No, dude. that that show was definitely a chemistry show. Yeah, it was. It was just about Scott Bakula. Good writing, good right, writing, like wholesome plot lines that make you feel good and stuff. Totally about rewriting totally. the wrongs of history. And feel all that. good shows, feel good endings all the time. Every once in a while, a twist. You know, they had the evil leaper come in for an arc. For no, like three episodes, in fact, the, the special effects where the main character looks into a mirror and they just show the reflection of someone else, and then he turns around and goes. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's and once show. in a while, like some flashing lights when he jumps, and that's flashing lights when he jumps. And once in a while, if they could afford it, they would actually show Dean Stockwell come through his like light door. <laughs> yes, but yes, most of the time, yeah. you would just hear it, and yeah. he would walk into this shot. You know, yeah. you would just hear like, and then Dean Stockwell's there. <laughs> that's hilarious. We couldn't afford to show a rectangle of light in this episode, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> So, yeah, we got the blue sparks when he time travels. You know That's what, all we it, could afford. It's network TV, right? Well, that, and now when it was also... It was like, no, I'm just saying, it, like, what's the... I can't think of anything I watched that's from network TV at all. I know, me neither. Nothing. The Walking Dead. Well, it's not network. I, I don't even watch that. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I've stuck with The Walking Dead. I, I did for so long. Bitter end, dude. I... Dude, I did for so long. It's I, it's I, almost over. It's coming up on its last few episodes. Well, I, maybe I then I'll like through. pick up from where I think I left off. I don't even remember. I think it was mid season, dude. I dude, whatever. I don't even give a shit. It's at this point. It's like I have invested. Is Rick back yet? No. 
See, and then they show him on the helicopter. No, fuck dude, that no, show. None of that. There's nothing good. There's nothing good. Maybe it, I will if it ends it, strong or something. It, I'm like, fine, I'll go suffer through a few hours. But all right, you get some Negan. You get some. You you, you know you get you get some uh, some Negan stuff that's but, very but does, good. But His does AMC count as network TV? No, I was gonna say. But yeah, so that's not even uh, that, that doesn't so, really. That's still cable. Fine, be- better call Saul. I watched the shit out of that. Not, not, Love ne- that. not network. I'm trying to think. But of that's like what I'm saying. Yeah, it's the on major TV. old school three networks: ABC, NBC, Fox, nothing. and CBS. Nothing. Is there anything I watch? Nothing. Foot football or baseball or something. Right. That's it. Is there a goddamn show? Nothing. Well, I I still watch Family Guy, but I mean I do watch it on fucking Hulu after it's aired. I, I don't. I, I mean, I, you know, it. I I just because dude. I, I love like when Family Guy hits. Even now, yeah, it's still funny. It's still it can be like you can watch you can I can watch a new episode of Family Guy right like the newer newer seasons, and it's whatever it is twenty four minutes or something, and it might be twenty three minutes of this is Jump the Shark, a decade ago, but there'll be that one thirty second shtick right. that I am laughing to right. fucking tears that was worth it. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's the only and Ryan, you know my my son. Still, right, we, but we both kind of agree. It's like we'll we'll watch it knowing that almost every episode there will be one, at least one or two jokes that like have you fucking literally laughing out loud. Still, even though back so, in the day it would be so you can add Fox then that counts as network TV. <clears throat> so that's not, but that's even that, Fox, so that's not the three. It's not the three, and and it's a show that's been on since the nineties. So does that even count? You know what I mean? Like no, the Simpsons or the Family Guy. These are relics of when TV was still TV. So I cannot think anything NBC, CBS, or ABC show that I would even consider watching. I mean, what do people watch? NCIS, I guess. There's like ten of those. I think. I think that the 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 big three. It's it's all for senior citizens. Might as well just be Matt Matt Locke all the time. No, but it is. There's like Tom Selleck has one. I think still the Blue Bloods or something. I. I saw. A, yeah, maybe that's good. I I, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. I'm sure it's made for people who are, don't understand that. Like, it's made for people like Johnny Lawrence, who would turn on the TV and not have cable and see Tom Selleck with dyed hair and his same exact mustache and just decide that yeah, of course Tom Selleck is still playing a cop on TV. Gosh, if if there is any suggestions, I want to find like one worthy show from from the big three. One. There's got to be something. I'm what, sure. Uh, wasn't uh, the Blacklist? A network TV show. I never watched right, it, but well, there, I ten, know a lot of people. At this point, who that was ten, 10 years ago, at least. But it's still on, isn't it? It started well, I mean, ten years ago, I, and I think I watched the first season and a half. The first season was great, and then it was like, all right, same thing over and over, and right. over and over. So, I think there's shows like that's it, this within is the us last or decade. whatever, or people. But yeah, the, I again, like I, I, I haven't watched it either. But I like I know like my mom loves it. But so it's like I think. You're right. Yeah, your mom is a senior citizen. I, I that's what I'm saying. I, I think uh, network TV is reserved for oh gosh carryovers. Uh, the Big from Bang Theory was one that maybe was aimed at a younger audience. Yeah, that everyone yeah. sitcom was a real powerhouse show. Sitcom though, I've seen a couple episodes. They're funny. I like it. No, no, they're funny. Yeah, no, I, I I've seen it, I've, but not really. Like the biggest shows in the last ten years have been How I Met Your Mother and Big Bang Theory. I'm what I'm trying to think of I now. Just don't though, watch those type of shows. From what you've said is of drama. Consider Quantum Leap a drama, right? Of like hour long dramas. 
from that are not leftover relics it, from w- w- like uh, NCIS, was the original like one CSI. hour long or was it a half hour? The original was an hour. Okay, hour. Uh, so take something that's not like uh, NCIS, which has been on since the dawn of fucking time. No sitcoms, no fucking thirty years on the air cartoons. Hour long network drama that has not sucked. The only one I can think of that I watched in the last 10 years, and this is going back probably, we're probably going back seven or eight years now, was Person of Interest with uh, Michael Emerson from Lost and fucking Jesus Christ, Jim Caviezel. Wow. That I watched for, but again, one season, and then I was like, ah. Okay, uh, yeah. it isn't going anywhere. No. And then it went on for like three more seasons, but I was like, I, yeah, yeah. That's the problem with those shows is that they develop a premise and the show can't really evolve out of that initial right. premise. Right. So they have to find a way to leave you in the same state the whole time. Yeah. The show can only yeah. evolve so far. Right. So, yeah, I, man, I'm telling you, I cannot think of No, anything. I can't, I can't either. That was the only one I could think of. And, and that was, you know. I, I checked in on it and, and and again we're still going back I mean I still lived like in the Bay Area when that show was on so right. that's at least six years ago at least right could have been eight yeah you know it's dead so I in the last five six years nothing it's all, it's all streaming but yeah no I think you're, you're, you're right they it's like they keep enough shows kicking around with fucking 80s TV stars like Mark Harmon and Tom Selleck and then a, a few feel-good shows like This Is Us or whatever the, that one. And, uh, you know, and then just keep rotating You have to be through. able to miss a week, come back the next week, and be able to pick up where you left. Right, right, right. Um, you didn't watch the Saul or anything? That just I haven't seen the last one. Not yet. No, I'm, I, I'm going to, though. They, they, they are recorded, uh, and, and they will be watched. There's just been so much like you said there's been so much shit coming up and then like i got into skinwalker and then all of a sudden i'm watching death note and better that, call that saul's w- just sitting there like but it will been be my favorite thing in a long time the skinwalker no the saul oh uh, no I'll, I'll, i've watched all the seasons up until this last one I've, yeah all right i love those i love those i just i haven't it's just been one of those things it's like i didn't want to watch it uh the last I think the, all of this Better Call Saul seasons, I've waited and then just watched them at once. I don't, I, I didn't watch Breaking Bad until its final season, and I binged the whole fucking series like in the months leading up to the last season. I think and I, did I the caught exact, up to I think it I did the right at thing. the end, like right as it was the like I watched the finale in real time. Oh no! I but did. I built all the way up to that via streaming and then recording the episodes on DVR. And then catching up so that I literally watched that entire series almost in all, like, maybe the last two, I think I watched as they aired. I did that to start the final season. So I was a half a year ahead of you. Right. Okay. So, yeah. But, but I mean, I loved it. And then I, but I did the same thing with Better Call Saul. I just waited for the entire season to end and then I watched it. And then, like, this. So I will be doing the same with this one. But it's there. I, I've got them all recorded. I'm glad, actually, that you reminded me of that because I keep getting sidetracked with this other shit. It's a good It's a good ending. I like it. They did a good satisfying? job. Satisfying? Totally satisfying. Awesome. That's all I ask. How hard is it to write a fucking satisfying ending? I imagine it's actually pretty hard, but still, it's your job. For Yeah, for this one. Yeah, it, it's good. I thought the Breaking Bad uh, ending was satisfying. Oh, yeah. 
It's like it it because you can have a satisfying ending that doesn't it doesn't have to end the way you want it to end, but it can end satisfying. I thought the last episode of Ozark ended satisfying, even though it was not the way I wanted it to end. You watched Ozark? Oh right? yeah, fuck yeah, that's like, a great show. Spoiler alert again. Uh, I did not want Ruth to die. I did not want Ruth no. to die. I was like praying, like just don't kill her. But yet the way they did it, it was still satisfying. Like I walked away, like okay, story told, well done. Every uh, American power family has to have a lot of collateral damage, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Ruth went out like a fucking champion. Of course. Just basically told that woman, you know. I I, I kind of didn't like the way that they did that, where she's a little bit more helpless than she should have been. It should have been like she's gotten herself out of way worse situations and then just to get picked off that easy. I didn't really love that, mm, to be honest. Yeah. Like a one-on-one versus her, I I don't know that that scene did her justice. If we're gonna be talking okay. about other shows, well, I, I wanted to mention that one just because it was that that's also recent, um, very popular. Yeah, and but just uh, speaking of satisfying endings. Oh, just, sure, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. well, now everyone's terrified to be The Sopranos, so Good. like nobody's gonna take that swing ever again to give you one of those type of endings. Those are dead. Well, if the uh, you know if Sopranos had to fucking if people had to pay the price through Sopranos like the ultimate sacrifice <laughs> so that we don't get endings like that ever again, then you know maybe it's ultimately a force for good. I thought Lost would have done that with that ending. Oh God, that, Lost you know, fell apart. That bro. fucking show, but they, but they also fell apart. Sopranos didn't fall apart at the end. No, God, it was great, like, great, it was great, fun. and then what the fuck? Lost, you could see that. you could The wheels had fallen yeah, off it was so long before. It was getting to a halt quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Same with The Walking Dead, dude. Like yeah. I'm watching The Walking Dead limp across the finish line, dude. There's no, I'm not going to pretend that I even care. But it's like, I'm just, I'm there. I've been there since 2010. I'll, I'll finish it off with you guys. But like, didn't we talk about this before? It's like like an old friend from high school that like yeah, it was, there's it, nothing yeah, in common anymore. Right. You guys are going in two completely different directions, but just because of the history, like there's still some sort of bond that you just kind of tread your way through. Exactly. And if you met this person today, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Right. That's it, it, it's totally that kind of relationship. Yeah. And but I remember one of the things. Uh, that you know, you told me to watch, and I've mentioned this many times, but it's because it's still probably my favorite show ever, Battlestar Galactica, the new one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not new anymore, especially when you saw Hilo and Gata in that fucking uh, stupid show about the devil in Ohio. Oh my yeah, god, they're so old. They, they have to do that though. Well, get, they went get, from the that show to like I this know. is what there's left for them. That's uh, so sad. What sad. happens to those people? It really is. Did I tell you that I got Candace McClure to do a cameo for Ryan for his graduation? No. Uh, D from Galactica. How? Uh, you know, oh, cameo, cameo, cameo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I did not. I, I keep forgetting. I'll, I'll show you that. Was uh, he smitten? Off, off air. Uh, yeah, he was like D. Yeah. He was like following on, on Instagram and stuff. and and uh, But but w- when I watched that show, you know, from you telling me, I, 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 I loved it. I still do. When I finally had him watch it, and he was just balls to the wall into that show. The one thing he kept asking was he was like, when this all ends, like, how does it end like where it's OK? Uh-huh. And I was like, what do you mean, like a happy ending? He's like, no, just like an ending where you know what happens to everyone. And I was like, yes. Yeah, I but it, 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 it's a little 
the ending is a little out there it's out there but you don't wonder like you can kind of wonder what starbuck was I, I, okay but other than okay. that it's like i I'll, i don't know that that show ended great it didn't end great but it ended it didn't end great but it ended it like yes. there is an ending to that show like they get to a destination all of the characters are accounted for that last half season kind of fucks uh, no, they did kind of write themselves into great a great shows, man. Like the, the 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 true greats. Like I think that is one of the greats, right? You agree with that? Uh, it's one of my favorites, maybe my favorite. Yeah, like and and Sopranos is another one. Like it changed television. And now, like it, like all the great television, you you follow it like a jazz record. You find like the people that worked on Sopranos, and then this person ventured off and did this, right. and. Then, the people under that guy ventured on and, and right. did this. Like, I think you get to like, you know, the wire and those type of shows and breaking bad, I think is like got lineage to those shows. Like the true great ones. Like there's a lot of bad endings. Uh, there's a, yeah. There's a lot of bad endings. Mad I, men was like a great, great show. And I, I can't even remember where that ended up. I just remember being like all that for this. I'll, I'll just just to say one last thing about Battlestar. The the first time I watched it, I I felt like the the ending kind of was like lacking, but I was I was fine with it because again, it was like, are all the characters accounted for? Like, do I know what happened to them all? Yes. Okay. Then fine. I'm. It's okay. And then it kind of leaves you with a more philosophical, like, AI type uh, yeah, question, right? Yeah, I mean, well, she's That's, actually an angel, so uh, anything can happen. Fine. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but, I mean, they've been talking about the gods and prophecies and people fine. having visions the whole time. So it's like, I, I, I can live with that. And I, when I watched it the second time, and I watched it, like, through my son's eyes, it was much better. Well, you know, you have the opposite of that. So Game of Thrones ending. Yeah. Which, I, there's another one people didn't really People love, hated it. Right? They hated it. And it I was heard. another, like, one of those... Uh, groundbreaking shows that kind of changed television that one was almost like a checklist like they're all together and like what are you going to do after the summer and like i'm going to go here and do this and I'll, i guess i'm going to head this like everyone knew exactly where they were going to go and, and what they were going to do and it was all so that that's almost doing it too much right like right too much conclusion oh, right, of where right. they're going to go exactly and what they're going to do versus like just you know immediate black screen to soprano so too definitive versus not definitive enough those big shows god they rarely if you really think about it they rarely stick the landing i think it's hard when you build up you know a big ass fucking universe like that if you don't know somehow in from the very beginning where it's going to end up and you just let yourself go like jj in his fucking mystery box with lost because like i wonder if that's why people like reboot so much like, you know where it has to go, and, like, you've already bought off on it. Versus, like, I'm going to invest six seasons, and then it's going to end here. Fuck you. <laughs> right. I'm not going to watch anything new. I'm only going to watch reboots where they have to stay confined to a certain <laughs> right. set of rules. Right. Well, and that, uh, uh, you know, a a any of the Star Wars, like Andor, we all know what's going to happen to him eventually. You, Yeah. So, you know, you can take this ride, and it can end, if it, it, if it wants to end with a black screen, well, you just throw in Rogue One. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 Like exactly. And and however the fuck you want. We all know what happens at the Empire. And we all know what happens at the end of this show. I was gonna say. Speaking of endings, <laughs> we do not have a black screen. We do not just cut. We do not leave anything hanging. I think we've tied up everything nicely. Charlie, thanks so much for being on. 
It's good to talk to you again, buddy. Good to talk. Uh, there's been, God, there's probably 30 more things to talk about. It's been a while. Uh, well, we'll talk again soon. Halloween's coming. You know, oh, you, yeah. You, open invitation yeah. for the Halloween episode, as always. You get your candy corns ready. Yes, and <laughs> eat them right into the microphone. We'll That's eat right. them right into the microphone. I will break my diet for candy corn. Cue the hot chick. Pop Talk and Aliens, the William Clear Podcast.